Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. to the 
my weekend was alright. You know, weekend was cool. I got a, you know, I got a chance to see our big cousin, Young Hallbottoms. You know, Billy came yes, back from abroad. Will I yeah, am? You know, Will I am? He came back with a, a vital component of an ongoing conversation that we've been having here on this platform about the need and the necessity for us to travel abroad. You know, not from state to state, but you know, start moving around this globe, start getting into these other countries, and, and really finding out what is the narrative. You know, what I'm saying outside of these borders, and it was a continuation of a conversation that we had when Sister uh, Ali from Angel Artistry came forward. You know, she spoke about her residency in China. And our brother Wesley Muhammad, we were on his program, and he spoke about his trips abroad and his experiences in Europe and his experiences in Asia as well. So, you know, we were able to get some insight from the home team who was definitely uh, tearing the tarmac up around the globe going from country to country with his family in tow, you know what I'm saying, having seeds abroad and all of that. So, you know, it, it just wasn't like a bachelor report, you know what I'm saying. He wasn't telling us where the new Brazil is at. He was actually speaking about, um, you know, uh, uh, some operable situations, you know, with his family and dealing with culture and tradition and, and, and these foreign uh, jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. You know, and how all of that plays out into the larger narrative involving us, quote unquote, us as a people. You know what I'm saying? And um, this earlier this week, it, it, it led a lot of. Uh, I I had put up a post from my homie, my homie Ken, the God King, and his blog over there. The uh, the game is to be sold, not told, and. He had a post called Black, Why Black Lives Will Never Matter. And mm-hmm. in the blogosphere, you know, I guess you got to, like, go for the jugular, so provocative titles and things of that yeah. nature is what pull people in, but the commentary has to carry you through. And what I noticed is that after he made his case, you know what I'm saying, not for the purpose of division, and I think a lot of people are getting these things mixed up, and I can only speak from personal experience when we speak about nationality, when we speak about the um, the complexities that surround identifying yourself with a colorful term such as black. It's not for the purpose of separating ourselves from the quote-unquote people who are our family, who we frontline it for, who we are here for. You know what I'm saying? We love you with all of our hearts, regardless of how one identifies oneself. But at the same time, if we are talking collectively about moving something forward, because I'm starting to feel this energy of stagnation, and not for self, but for the people, you know, they don't want to march. They don't want to protest. They don't want to do this. They don't want to go to church. They don't want to pray. They don't want to throw a Molotov. They don't want to pick up a pistol. They want they want to knock somebody in their teeth. You know, they want to meditate. They don't want to levitate. They, what, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, God damn, collectively, as a, as a strong unit, 
They don't want to go to school. They don't want to go to alternative schools. They don't want to form their own school. They don't want to homeschool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't want to drink water. They don't want to swim. They don't want to I'm like, yo, there's, like, all sorts of critique for everything, but you can't find a 10-point program for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So what the fuck is the conscious community manifesto? You know what I'm saying? Like, collectively, as a group, I don't care if it's 10 of us. Because I can move mountains by my damn self, let alone with one person is focused. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can make it to Mars if we wanted to. So what's the criteria in terms of, like, what are we looking to do as a people, as a community, as a clique, as a collective? You know, you could take it from the smallest to the highest, from the highest to the smallest, period. You know, what is the manifesto? Like, what are we laying out? What are our demands? How do we, you know, gauge progress? How do we gauge success? I just see people wanting to get along and go along. They're still running to the American, uh, quote-unquote, U.S. dot, um, you know, criminal justice system for justice. Like, they still identify these very outdated models when this is a <laughs> debunked system. You know, all of the information is being brought forth, and people still want to fit into this shit. And I know why. That's the psychology. That's the imprint. That's the shit that's very, you know, deeply embedded. People got jobs. Their kids are going to school. They got 401K. They're looking forward to retirement. They want to get to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Um, fuck. Batman versus Superman is coming out. In 2017 uh, or 18, like, niggas want to stick around for that. There's nothing in you that wants to disrupt the system and make you miss out on Batman versus Superman. I understand. But God damn it, you just want to drag your body, your bloody corpse along until you get there while you're getting worn out by the batons and the rubber bullets and everything else, you know, and eventually you catch a lick in a court system and somebody gets indicted and you get happy and go back to sleep. Like, that's what you niggas is in this for? But then they, they'll be critical and say, yo... So I know them is they're only in there for entertainment. Like, what the fuck? You're entertaining yourself at this mm-hmm. point. You're entertaining, you know, your adversary that gives you scraps. You love the devil because he gives you nothing. nothing. What are you talking about? So it, it, it's just the, the the criticism, like, so he put the article out and he made his points. And he's not even no flag-waving member of any quote-unquote organization. This is just people that are sitting back and doing knowledge to shit. Like, hold on. This don't make no sense. And this is why. Can we talk mm-hmm. about it as family? I care about you enough to share this information, not to say, yo, I'm putting a foot on you. It's because, nah, we need to chop it up and come up with game. You know what I'm saying? And adapt on the battlefield. Adaptation. There's no adaptation. Everybody's stuck. I mean, some people are just going backwards. Some people are going further and further into the earth, you know, and and and, and getting um, disillusioned by the comfort of how soil feels, <laughs> and they think that they win in this shit because they ain't hit the concrete yet. You know, the, the the bedrock. They still shifting through the soil like a worm. And they're like, oh. It's, it's cool down here, and it's kind of moist, and 
Ooh. And then they and Jay Jude, you know. I'm going to live for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, the brother Hard Bottoms, Will I Am, you know, we should have brought him on. What? I'll talk about it. You know, his conversation was like, yo, every single place that they went around the, around the world, everywhere world. that they stopped, everywhere that they went, the conversation from other foreign nationals and people that are citizens of other countries and other on other parts of this planet was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with your people? Why them niggas ain't get up and leave yet? If they don't want to stay and fight, because we know what fighting look like. You turn the TV on, it's motherfuckers fighting everywhere else around the world. Like, let's not be disillusioned. Yeah, we know what fighting looks like. You know what I'm saying? This ain't a mystery. This ain't the mystery of chess boxing. (laughs) So if you don't want to get it on, obviously, because you got so much to lose, like your comforts, you know, or your fucking bottom lip. You don't want to be on IG with a busted lip. You know? Yeah, you won't be you won't be on AC. Yeah. Or you gotta get your hair done and your nails did. You know, you can't be about that swamp life. Like niggas celebrating that Zimmerman got popped. You ain't put in that work. You ain't put in that work. Stop playing. Stop playing. Y'all wasn't even talking about working at him until you saw that article. Stop playing. That wasn't even a, that wasn't even a conversation in Vegas. You niggas ain't even put no chips on that work. Stop that. Stop that. That's the problem so, with our people. So let me continue. You know, so the brother's like, yo, you know, the, the people in other parts of the world want to know, like, yo, why, why they ain't pack their bags and come out here yet? Why they ain't get this a try? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why they ain't come over here? Where they at? Why we never see them? Why they still never taking trips to Egypt? Why they still going to Paris? Why they still going to Rome? Like, why they bypassing these other places, you know, where their family's at, where they can really get it in and, and, and enterprise and bring some of whatever they have you know, mix it up with with with, with what's the already there, and come up with the yeah. come up. You know, we are the hip hop generation. We can go anywhere and create a remix. Anywhere, in our blood. yeah. Like you know, your culture is your commodity, people. You know, so I just you know I just like I said I just. On the knowledge is to me it's part of a larger narrative because I got my eye awakening experience. You know what I'm saying when I had to go into the belly of the beast uh, last week, and I just observed the fact that I'm like, oh, like even really say with my people is about if they about it about it. I, I don't know what they about at this particular point. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I and it's not even a good conversation. Like the shit that they're saying is not even interesting. So I can't even stick around for the combo. I don't watch none of them videos. I don't. I don't stop when I see dudes in the street anymore. It's just I, I don't find myself. I don't go to class. It's none of that stuff means. It's it's just it's devoid of all meaning. But you know, I'm looking. I'm on my I'm on my timeline, and I see 
the brothers in B-Mall, they have a 30-day challenge where they're not going to use the word nigga or bitch. You know what I'm saying? I see the colors is, you know, going into their second or third week with their truce. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing yeah. that, um, you know, the the, 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 the the level of street aggression that we identify with as our tribe, as our family, you know, they are, their sentiments is Black Lives Matter. I stand in unison with them. You know what I'm saying? If that's where I got to meet them, that's where I'm going to meet them at. I'm, I'm not I'm not an elitist to say, oh, but that's a colorable term or such and such. Like, no, we can share the information, but at the same time, I understand that, you know, they gravitate into what's available and what's there. And for many people, that's their program, and that's what they're going to move with, and they can't change this thing. You know, I support anything at this point that's progressive, and it has some sort of end game attached to it. Like, yo, all right, where is this going? Where you, how you going to get there? You know what I'm saying? Give me, show me the plan A, B, and the C. You know, I would prefer to see all the way to Z, but I understand that sometimes, you know, if you're in motion and you're moving, you can't think that far and to make all of these multiple versions of that one plan. But you can crystallize that one plan if that's really what it is and have all of these modifications. You know, but that takes people that are generally minded, like where's the generals? You know what I'm saying? Where's the field marshals? Like, it's so, it's just that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. It's like, I want to stay here and see certain things change and move a certain way, but my mind is, is, is global at this point. I'm thinking about all of these other places on the planet that I want to visit for, you know, my own education and purposes and, you know, my own cultural experiences and my own growth and development, you know what I'm saying? And that's not being selfish. I just think that I, I could be a better asset to my people if I have a, a global perspective about who we are, you know, because what I see on a day-to-day is a very myopic view. It's, it's small, you know what I'm saying? Like the the, you know, the African American, black, Negro, uh, more in America, even whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying, does not have a global approach towards the world. You know what I'm saying, doesn't have a a, a, glo- a global outlook, let alone a galactic outlook towards the universe. You know what I'm saying, and that shit is pretty much like, you know, making me very uncomfortable. Because we're being distracted by the quote, the whole black and white thing on on this planet, you know what I'm saying? When they've been told you it's about higher principalities, so when are we ever going to get around to that? When are we going to ever get around to this whole aspect of it being spiritual warfare? And if it is spiritual warfare, what do we need to do accordingly as priests to address how to engage spiritually? You know what I'm saying? Is there certain things that we got to change about who we are? Is there certain things that we need to discipline ourselves for to harness a particular level of energy where you're now fighting energetic demons and and, 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 vamp, and vampire, empirical forces and things of that nature? You got to raise your frequency to engage on that level, right? These are all the video games that we was raised on as youngins. 
Yeah, now you that person, so what's good? Yeah, Castlevania. You know? can, 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 yeah, can yeah, your, your Laurel Pack. You know what I'm saying? You no, know? are, are, are we making the brother Hank got a, this brother in Africa that came through? He got the the ancient amulets and the talismans from a priesthood that has extended all the way down from Kemet to, to his tribe. You know, the brother is uh, fluent speaking of Wolof. You know, he got all these yeah. amulets, man. He got all of this ancient technology. You know what I'm saying? It ain't always going to be, you know, a nigga to show up with a bazooka, you know? You know, we fight our fights differently. So I, I don't see yeah. no, no mobility at all. I see a lot of pump faking. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas blowing steam. People ain't ready for the ready, you know. But um, it's it's always taking place where you least expect it. You know, this is mm. definitely a paradox. So, shout out to my Be More family. You know, shout out to the family that's in them slums, Detroit, Chicago. You know, South Central. You know what I mean? You know, the people that they overlook, the ones that are... don't get no credit at all. You know what I'm saying? But they got that heart. Yeah. They got that heart. You know what I'm saying? Imagine that they probably ain't got 500 books on their shelf, but they got that heart. Oh, for so sure. Shout out to them. You know, they are. They are like I said. If, let's put this in terms of we have kingdoms, family. Let's think Game of Thrones, like, or let's think ancient. You know, whatever dynasty that you belong to, look at everything as a kingdom. So, places like Detroit, places like Baltimore, places like Philadelphia, those will be kingdoms that raise the warrior class. All right, as long as well as the warrior scholars, and as well as other people of different backgrounds, but definitely the warrior class. They wouldn't live amongst other kingdoms. That you know, it's like putting uh, a bull in a china shop. You know, they wouldn't that you wouldn't expect them to be amongst you know the kingdoms that were built with the universities for the scholars and the intelligentsia. You know. The mental, right, the mental warfare that takes place because you have physical warfare, you have mental warfare, you have spiritual warfare like Blue was talking about with, you know, the um, the fact that, uh, you know, <clears throat> damn, hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's different versions of warfare. There's different levels of criteria, you know, for that particular warfare, for preparation and execution of that warfare. Indeed. And you don't necessarily always find those warriors mixed. And very, very seldom, you know, are there uh, warriors that come with all three of those modalities wrapped in one. You know what I'm saying? But they do exist, you know. Indeed. But 
I mean, yeah, and on the flip side of it all, family, because, like I said, with, with, when you're in a position like this, you get so many streams of consciousness coming into you. So I filter so many different conversations in one day from people that are here rooted in this reality that want to actually you know, uh, subsist in this place and want to survive here and make a better reality for, you know, the family, for the tribe that's here. We got people that want to get out of here and create a better existence and reality abroad for the people that want to, you know what I'm saying, take their, um, their, their resources and their intellects, you know, globally. Yes, and I got people that want to get me on the on the mothership and shit like that, chopping it up with the motherfucking Pleiadians, and you know, see if we could get a KTL, you know what I'm saying, and a Mars proper, and all that. So, and I got to integrate all that information and make sense of it all. So, for the family that's that that is here. And, you know, wants to engage the fact that they might come out with a, a Harriet Tubman $20 bill and you can't wait to make it rain. <laughs> you can't wait to make it rain with a stack of Harriet 20s on you. You know, um, there's opportunities that we're going to be bringing forth for some revenue-generating systems. You know, because during the worst of times, it's the best of times as well. You know what I'm saying? So every time something's going down, something's coming up. And you have to be attentive Indeed. enough to catch that. You know what I'm saying? Because it always goes down like that. So this is one of those times where there are astronomical opportunities that are popping up. You know what I'm saying? For people that want to engage in the world of commerce and revenue. But there's some wonderful things that are coming across the uh, table, you know. And then for those, like I said, that want to pack up and get up out of here, there's wonderful opportunities coming oh, yeah. across as well. You know, we got Y'all shows coming up. Yeah, very soon. You know what I mean? Dealing with that as well. Brother Red posted an article this weekend, KCL Empowerment, seven incredible yet inexpensive countries to live in for a year. Okay. And ironically enough, before we saw our cousin, well, I am, you know, number one is Thailand. No, we were okay. just talking about Thailand for two hours. And then I went and looked, yeah. I opened up the okay. email and I said Thailand was number one. All right. That's the great divine. Yeah, Thailand is home to a rich culture and festivals like Songkran, the world's largest festival in honor of Buddha. If you choose to spend time in Thailand, you'll run into a lot of people like you. It's a top choice for American expats, okay, which means they're saying that that's where the white boy goes to get his thing off. All right, that's what they mean by that. Mm-hmm. Um. Average monthly rent is $300. Average monthly utility $70. Okay? I'm not even going to read the minimum wage because 
you're going to go there with some finances on you, and you're going to find a way when you're there, yeah. I'm sure, you know, to come up with yeah, You're not going to make so. dollars a day. Yeah. Second is Guatemala. Third is Malaysia. Fourth is Panama. Fifth is Vietnam. Sixth is Nicaragua. Seventh is India. Average monthly rent in India is a buck fifty. Average monthly utility is forty dollars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you could go to India and become a legend, come back with a barrel of hair. What's wrong with you? Why you still here? I still here. I don't get it. Anyway. Yeah, so you know, I mean and that's just uh that's just what a a random website came up with in terms of their list. You know, I'm sure that there are other places where you can find your oasis and things of that nature. You know, or you could just put your feet in the mud and, and you know, grind it down here and get ready to shoot a fair one. You know what I'm saying? Show them what you got. You know, you ready to hold this thing down, you have to fight for it. Because this white boy has an uncanny love for America. You know what I'm saying? You don't run around talking about, you know, I'm from Europe. My parents are Irish and they're from Ireland. <laughs> you know, that nigga goes on vacation there and brings his ass right back with his proud to be American flag waving. You know what I'm saying? And he got the Howard son in his garage. You know what I mean? with 400 rounds, and he's willing to go down to the very last bullet to defend a place that he calls home. Like I said, the psychology of it all is you keep saying that um, you're from all of these different parts. You know what I'm saying? You're saying your people come from West Africa, but you got a comedic name. And there's nothing about America that you want to claim, but you keep saying, oh, they're pushing us out of our neighborhoods. Or our community. Nigga, how is it? You got one foot in your community and the other foot in Africa? <laughs> like, you sound a, crazy. Real. To anybody that's listening, yeah, with, 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 with two ears that actually work and, and eyes that are open and can, you know, use logic and reason to make sense of the fucking lunacy to be coming out of our people's mouths. So if you don't love something, you're not going to die for it. You're not going to fight for it with an undying resolve that's necessary to win when you're outnumbered or outgunned. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, or, I mean, you know, you could give up the ghost and your paradise awaits you beyond the clouds and shit. You know what I'm saying? Jesus got it all laid out for you. Yeah, he got it all laid out. You feel me? You got it all laid out. So you just should lay down, you know, or do something spectacular. Like, yeah, sacrifice yourself in the in the middle of a parade. It's like, do something. <laughs> like, set the fireworks off. Don't waste that shit. Be a legend. Be a straight legend. Why go out with a whimper? You know? But you're going to do something. You're going to get the hell from around here doing nothing. So, for the family in the A, 
We're going to be in the A soon. We got the Malcolm X Fest. All right. So we got to tune into the family. We will be down there. Okay. I think Umar is going to be there this weekend. You know. And these are opportunities because people only come out for events. You can't see your people if you don't show up at events. You know what I'm saying? Because any other call that you put out for your people, you ain't going to see them. They're hiding this shit. You know? They're living it up. They're doing the good life thing six days out of the week, and that one day they come (laughs) collectively be part of the movement. You know? (laughs) Yeah. They put on their chains and shit. They put on their, uh, their padlocks, their Trex padlocks and all of that. They come out yeah. like, what was me? They switched their money for Black Lives Matter gear on. You know, yeah, everybody yeah, collected their struggles for one day. And listen <laughs> to Umar blow the gasket. We go beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, they go to Creflo on right. Sunday. I ain't mad at you. That's not at all. You know? Got to do what you do, baby. But, but yeah. But we got to talk, so we're going to come out there. See the family face to face and uh, get a chance to chop it up. You know. Indeed. So yeah, man. I, um, what's good with you? I mean, I'm I'm just here, man. I'm, I'm just sitting here listening to you go in. You know. And it's making it's making all the sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that you are definitely, you know. On the same uh, resonant thought path, you know, and, uh, that's what you know. But yeah, I haven't. You know, I'm I'm trying to master that aspect of having one of these touchy conversations with a, a, a large swath of people, where you can get answers and not emotion. You feel me? Like, how do we do that as a people? Like, because we're acting very practical questions, and they're still coming back. Oh, we'll deal with that afterwards, you know, but for now, it's like, but how are we going to, what are we dealing with then? Like, are you trying to, like, totally throw something over? Like, you create your own reality? What are you trying to do? Or are you trying to get motherfuckers indicted and prosecuted? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do? What's your name? The ring. Trying to have a, a going away party? Trying to send niggas up north? <laughs> what does victory look like? And then how is that going to sell and situate, you know, the other million grievances that you got as a people? Ay, ay, ay. I don't know, man. Hold on, this is... Nah, that's not even... Nah, I apologize for being here. The same one of those conversations, yeah. Man. You know, shit is just weird. Like, the human species is just... It's just weird these days, like, just even outside, just looking at people and their energy, you know, it's just, we're just somewhere else in the universe where there's just some things taking place that, I guess, you know, because it's on us, 
like Dick Gregory said, shout out to everybody showed up on Friday. Yeah, I guess after the Bulls game, you know what I'm saying, after they seen them, yeah. homie hit that sack. Yeah. But if you caught it on the weekends in the archive for our elder, you know, the elder Griot, Dick Gregory, you know what I'm saying, and he showed up and he dropped it, you know what I'm saying, and he wasn't all over the place. He, he stuck to the point. He built up his narrative and he ended it off beautifully. So shout out to that brother. Shout out to anybody who attended his lecture this past weekend in Baltimore. Shout out to the family, the Be More family. Shout out to the Boston family that was in Be More. All right. Um. Yeah. You know he was talking about the garbage man that don't know that he's covered in stink. You know because he's doing the deliveries and. If you catch him at 12 p.m., you know he's 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 doing a lunch break. He ain't even washing his hand. He jumps straight off the truck. You know what I'm saying? Going to his little brown bag, pulling the sandwich out, <laughs> getting right to it. You know what I mean? He don't even know that uh, you know, he's part of that funk because he's been surrounded by the funk so much that it's just part of him. Yeah. You know, it's, it's 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 on them. So whatever it is that we're going through as a people, it's so it, it it's so wide ranging, and I would dare say new. You know what I'm saying? And when I when I'm saying new, we're looking at the anthropological history of a people. You know, if something changed with us in the last five or ten years, that's still new. You know. Mm-hmm. We we don't know what the results of high consumptions of straight GMO diets are. You know, they came out with a report. I posted it on my page. I'm going to probably share it in the uh, KTL Empowerment as well, where they, um, they had a, quote-unquote, African tribe, right, mm-hmm. who are used to a high-fiber, low-saturated-fat diet, right? Presumably, I guess, these are indigenous people that live in the bush, okay? Yeah. And they put them on a American diet, which is low-fiber, high-saturated-fat, okay? Mm-hmm. And then, because of that, those people developed all of the signs of chronic illness within two weeks. Wow. Right? All of the, the triggers that are indicative of being on your way to high blood pressure, diabetes, and things of that nature, they showed all of those markers just on two weeks of the diet. And then the Americans who they put on the African diet showed the reverse. So they're um, diabetes and everything, all of the markers that they were showing, the high markers all came down. Okay? Uh-huh. So, again, they were able to conclusively show how diet is directly responsible for disease. Okay? And this particular American diet that people are on, you know, is the thing very much that's putting them in a hospital. Hospital. Um, shout out to Mama Pill, you know what I'm saying? I don't think she's in denial, so I can say it to her. 
Happy Mother's Day, Mama Pill. Like, for niggas to say that they're not American, well, God damn. I've seen everybody's mother on Facebook. <laughs> Every time one of these holidays roll around, man, like, these non-American niggas be so celebratory. What you call that? You're not American, but you do Happy Mother's Day? Come on, be cut it out, man. It's just a height of hypocrisy, you know? So while we on it, admittingly, and I know who you are, you know, don't take this personal when I'm like, Happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. Happy belated, because I know that it means the world to you and you celebrate it and you feel embarrassed, okay? Because there's nothing that you don't do at this point in your life that's not American, all right? It's part of your black American, Morris American identity. You need to develop that and claim it because that's your narrative. Your power is in your story. Stop allowing other people to take your story from you and throw that shit in the water and swing it, you know, across the sea somewhere else. No, embrace it right here. Develop it, you know? It's your story. It's who you are. But you have to find your identity in it. Stop allowing other people to create your identity for you. So don't feel no way. You know, we want to send you all happy belated because I kind of like didn't call certain people that I was supposed to call and I got reprimanded for that. You know, I got phone calls Monday mornings like, what's wrong with you? What you think this is? Like, you need not be forgetting to call me for Happy Mother's Day. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, that shit is real? <laughs> they like, yeah, that shit is real. You know? But I did say Happy Mother's Day to over a thousand women in the streets of New York on Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I really, you know, I saw the elders out there. And, and the younger sisters, and they were all, for the most part, you know, they was dressed apart. They were in a very celebratory mood. And when I um, would impart them with that um, that greeting, it's like I caught a lot of them off guard. They was like, oh, shit. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, huh? He's not doing that no more either? They too African <laughs> Boy, oh boy. Yeah, uh I wanna give a shout out to Sarnetta T V. Um this weekend we decided that uh we were gonna do an uh add on to a series that we started last year dealing with natural. Yeah, speak Head. up, man. Speak firm, man, speak firm with that. Talk about it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Hold on. Am I happy, sir? Nah, you you good. Talk from right there. Yeah, so what I was saying was we decided to uh-huh. do a clip to pay homage to the sisters in the streets of New York you know, the Nubian sisters that were rocking their natural hair. We wanted to pay homage to the most important 
you know, Sephiroth and the Tree of Life, and that's the crown, the Keter. So we did a clip where we were stopping uh, our sisters and talking to them about their natural hair. And, man, the wisdom that these sisters have and they were sharing with us about who they see themselves as and the fact that they're waking up to who they truly are and embracing, you know, just embracing their natural beauty, embracing their uh, African roots, embracing the fact that they are the mother of civilization. I mean, I was blown away, and we were stopping random sisters in the streets. And um, the pattern that they all shared was the fact that they were indeed wide awake. So tonight, you know, we're going to talk about the superconscious mind, all right, and the fact that, you know, collectively we all belong to that superconscious mind. And a lot of the answers to many of the uh, problems that we have, I would just call them problems because there's so many solutions that are available for them. You know, mm-hmm. it lies in the fact that the conscious, the super conscious mind, we're not tapping in. We're, we're all, you know, there's a there's a fracture that is taking place, and uh, we're gonna get into it tonight. But continue though. I mean, that's a good segue, you know, because the subconscious is feminine. So you know, by you running into these sisters and stopping random sisters in the street. And by them being able to draw up information that we would say has been hidden in the deepest recesses of their minds or hidden from them, you know, pretty much in plain sight, because there's not too many places where you can hide truth. Truth is always in the shallow grave. You know what I'm saying? Can't oh. bury it too deep. So, yeah, because it's genetic. It's part of the Akashic imprint. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's in the ionosphere. You can tap into it. Shout out to my brother, KT, the arts degree. All right? He got that heater on Brother Rich's uh, YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Right? I'm on my B-more. My YouTube channel. All right? He got that Avengers Decoded with Clico. Okay? A, uh, pretty much a visual reprise of what was done over here when it came into the Avengers Decoded. But nonetheless, you know, it's over there. You know, check it out. He's doing his numbers. All right. Um, and I always say that to mean that, you know, he's engaging uh, a swath of people with this information and they're being very receptive to it. And, you know, his form of information is also talking about the mythos. You know what I mean? And oftentimes a lot of what we're being exposed to is being exposed through symbology and mythos, things of that nature, which is speaking to our subconscious, you know. And once we can unify the conscious, masculine, subconscious, feminine, then we can get into this whole aspect of superconscious mind and really utilize that power, really become the superheroes, superheroes, the Avengers, who we know that we are, Ultron can only be defeated if he unifies Voltron, all parts, all pieces, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Voltron, they had a they had a, a, a female on board, right? They got a female. They had a female lion. Yes, they did. Huh? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. So yeah, they had you know, female lion. There we go. It's, it's a unification of parts. You know what I'm saying? You got to bring that in, and um. I've, I've been saying it 
over and over again. You know, the female is not represented accordingly in, in, in this conversation, in this community, in this quote-unquote movement, you know. We're not taking enough time to hear what our thoughts are, you know. What our original, if she's the one that brings forth life, yeah, maybe she has an original thought, you know what I'm saying? Maybe the, 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 the new and approved is coming through her, you know. Heart all the babies, you know what I'm saying? So back. We're going to take time dialogue. Her in the babies. Her in the babies. So and yeah, you know we and 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 when dealing with the topic of superconscious, you know, and you know people, the law of resonance being amongst people that are on your frequencies and people that are on your, you know, they're on they're resonating at a level that is familiar with your level, you know, um, these sisters that that we were stopping in New York, you should see these were complete strangers, but it's something about them going back to their natural ways, you know, because some of them were like, what do you mean going back? I I was born natural, but, you know, some of the sisters had to go back natural because they went, you know, it's almost as they went I don't want to say it, but they went they went outside of being natural, you know. And it's like the information think, that they were yeah, receiving, I mean, it was like yeah, a collective like, thought. That's just being hard on them, you know. I understand yeah, what you Yeah, not mean. at all. Yeah, but and I'm not, that's again, why, that's why it's, I stopped. It's, I don't yeah. want to be. Part I want to sound of the closer dynamic. Or, that's part of, it's part of yeah. their quote-unquote Black American experience, part of the experience. This is the culture. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Indeed. There's a door A, there's a door B. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Door B. No doubt. So, you know. And and they're able to go back and forth and in between as they so choose. Now, there are health implications dealing with door B, just like there are health implications dealing with. Door B, if you want to indulge in the mac and cheese and the, and the sweet potatoes and, and the greens. I don't know who I would be if I didn't have that experience, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I love all of those things that I just mentioned. I don't despise them. I don't have a hatred for them. I understand, you know, um, anatomically how they might not be the best you know what I mean? For me at this particular state, because of where I want to take my body and my consciousness to, because of what I'm prepared to do with it. But if somebody's not thinking like that, why would I suspect them to put that down? Greens and, and yams and, you know what I'm saying? Neck bones yeah. and things of that nature. Come on, we can't front. We was the first one line when our stepmother used to make them meals like, that was the business oh, right yeah. there. Oh, yeah, the business You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. yeah Any unified family around the table. We had the best conversations over that form of food. I'd be around vegans and niggas don't be talking. And keep in mind, you know, when we get into the okay. conversation oh, oh, about... Let me, let me go in. <laughs> let me go in. Let me go in. There's no conversation that is like you know, 
indicative of, like, we know what a soul food conversation sounds like. Right? Yeah. Right. So we don't have the operable template to say, yo, this is what a conscious conversation sounds like around a vegan meal, you know what I'm saying, when niggas is knocking down 20 pounds of kale. Like, that reality has yet to be written. reality. Right. right. Which, which, which presents that reality. The that these are interesting times that we live in, yeah, because we can write right. new scripts. You know, just like these coders that are coming along. They have the opportunity to create new worlds, write new scripts. You know, this is where we live, you know. And you have every right as a people to take control of your destiny. Don't let nobody tell you, yo, you know, that's not our story, our history. We wasn't eating that way 20, 40, 50, 60, 70, 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 2,000. It's like you can try something new. You can do that. Because these guys that we're talking about were something that somebody tried new. You know? Chitlins and hogmogs, that's not ancient. Greens and mac and cheese, that's not ancient. All look at McDonald's, that's not ancient. Four chicken wings and fried rice, that ain't ancient. You just tried that. Right? You made a decision to go with Eggos, that ain't ancient. Nigga. Chicken wings and waffles, that ain't ancient? No, that ain't ancient. That ain't ancient. Somebody made a decision and they pressed the go and he's like, yo, we're going to run with that. Like ramen noodles ain't ancient. Well, <laughs> they think ramen noodles from the, um, the Wu Dynasty. Yeah, maybe, hmm? yeah, uh, maybe our <laughs> intake of them, you know, in, in, in the high sodium packages that they're selling in the corner store, maybe that's not ancient, but I think, yeah, the, the noodles might have been around. Yeah, it was going on. We had packs. Yeah, we had ramen noodle packs back in the days, in the brown yeah. days. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, um, we'll let you segue, you know what I'm saying, and, and get into what we're getting into tonight because we are at the uh, We done ran our miles for an hour. Yes, yes, so. indeed, yes, we are. All right. So what we're going to be doing tonight, family, is we're going to be getting into a show that I did on a network last week, and this network goes by the name of Ring Ringing Stone Network. Ringing Stone. And this uh, network consists of our Moorish brothers and sisters and other members of the conscious community they were so kind to invite me to their show, and um, we had an interesting conversation. So I felt that it was only right that um, we go ahead and take the show and upload it, play it for the family so we could get some of this information. This is actually um, going to be a part one, and we're going to follow up with a part two with uh, Red and Blue as um, presenters. So in this episode, or rather this lecture that I did with the family, we were talking about the super consciousness. Now, some people know about the super consciousness, but they know it in different terms. Terms that are referred to such as God, okay, or Brahman, or the absolute, or the all, or Allah, all right? That is another um, term for 
the super consciousness, the omnipresent, omnipotent, all knowing, all being. You know, just um, on this. It's wavy. Not clear. It's wavy. Huh? It was wavy. Not clear. Yeah. It's clear now. Okay. Yeah. So, um, give me a minute, family. We're just gonna wait for this clip to finish uploading. It is a rather large clip. Um, yes. Still uploading. In the meantime, I'm gonna give a shout out to. Uh, meantime, yeah. Professor Griffin Zaza Ali, I was listening to their show an uh, hour before our show started. And, you know, I hands down love both of them. You know what I'm saying? They are both heroes of mine. Um, you know, I, I will go to the end of the earth for those two. So I want to uh, give them a shout out. I understand that our brother got in an accident, an automobile accident, Professor Griff. Yeah, I want to shout, shout out to brother. that brother. Yeah, love and light. I got to give him a call tomorrow. And, you know, hopefully uh, see what we can do, you know what I'm saying, in regards to getting him some product to help in his recovery. He said that he's in pain. And just hearing that brother say that he's in pain made me sit uncomfortably, like, that I ain't sit too well with that. So, you know. Send that brother some love, y'all. All right. Yes, indeed. Get into this superconscious mind and, and focus on that injury. See what we can do. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know, do you want to go to a song before we get into this oh, episode? Let me, let me see. Do you, um, hold on one second. Yes. Just give me one second. All right. Indeed, family, and the show tonight is going to be sponsored by KingsCounty.BigCartel.com, Kings County Clothier. That is Kings County, K-I-N-G-Z-K-O-U-N-T-Y.BigCartel. Yeah, see if you have a, a 704 in the, um, in the call queue, my brother Destiny Grind, if you're in the building, press 1. Give me one Said seven oh three? Huh? Did you say seven zero three? No. Um, what was that seven code zero that you four. So seven, seven zero four. four. No. Yeah. North Carolina. If seven zero four is in a call queue, press one so we'll open up your line. Yeah. Brother Destiny Grind, yes, if you are on the show listening, text me. If you are on another uh, Eric Cokes, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in front of the studio right now. So there's a three four seven number with their hand up. You want me to open up that line? Uh-huh. There's a, a three what? four seven number with their hand up. Three four seven three nine three. 
Oh, no, no. No, that's not it. Um, yeah, I, don't, I guess for whatever reason he's not on this particular moment. Um, but, you know, is it the clip that you got that's going to play throughout the end of the show or are you coming back on? Which, which is really I mean, we could come back on and do a Q&A, yeah. Okay. We'll come back on cool. and do a Q&A if the family has so, questions at the end. Yeah. I also want to take this time out to acknowledge, you know, we've been playing some real good music. I've been getting some responses on Friday evening. I, I ended with the Watutu from the now. These are these young sisters out of Baltimore, daughters of uh, one of revolutionary brother that I know named um, Jabari. Um, those are his children, and they've been doing wonderful works in regards to positive hip-hop for a minute now. I've been wanting to interview these young sisters for a long time. But, you know, I played a track, and people were responding throughout the weekend, asking me for more information on them. So, uh, you know, you can put that in your Google. They got a lot of YouTube uh they got a lot of, you know, music and YouTube and online. Watutu from the now, W-W-A-T-O-T-O. All right, Watoto, Watutu from the now. Um, 361, the track we play from the brother Shah Bless on the show, The Cosmo Physicians. People still talking about that track. And, you know, these last few shows, we've been opening up with that Nina Simone. I... I Sometimes I'll play that track 20 times back-to-back while I'm just in deep thought mm-hmm. and, and just thinking about the uh, that raw spirit that that town represents and, and, you know, the brothers and sisters that's out there. Shout-out to Turtle Gang. He was out there this weekend. Again, our family in Boston was out there. Shout-out to Abiku. Shout-out to Wesley. Shout-out to, uh, yeah, you know, Huh? Yeah, Arafat, yeah. Shout out to Arafat. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Um, and my B-more family, y'all, y'all know who y'all are, you know what I'm saying? DJ Torch, all of the family that's out there, man. Salute to y'all, all right? Keep your eyes very wide open. You know, I was watching the clip of the brother that initially filmed the footage of Freddie Gray, Kevin Moore. Kevin Moore, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the drag, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got to get him on the show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That Tucson energy, yeah. Rather, we got to get him on camera. You got that bookman, yeah, you got that bookman energy, yeah. I feel you. Like I said, yeah. when I see anything coming out of those warrior towns or those places that have that spirit, that energy, you know, I'm looking at it through a, my reference point might be different than what other people are looking at. They're looking at people and condemning them, not knowing or, you know, not realizing that all armies are comprised of people that you may deem, you know, danger, dangerous in, uh, in society or menaces to society for that matter. It's all about who's taking that energy and molding it in their favor. That's what that's that's the advantage the militaries have over people who have no military. So I see those brothers as potential 
and I see the energy that they have potential. I know that, you know, we live in a in a reality of infinite potentials. So whatever we will and whatever we Whatever we want to create, we can create it, especially since it's been created before. Keep in mind, family, that a large number or a large percentage of the first generation of the nation of Islam were brothers of uh, that were ministers to society, dangerous to society, you know, considered as, you know, um, outcasts to society as well as members of the nation of gods and earths. I could go on for days. What I'm saying is uh, our brother Kendrick Lamar, the butterfly, to pimp a butterfly, it's the butterfly effect. The fact that, you know, everyone is, you know, the potential philosopher's stone. You know what I mean? Everyone is, everyone has the potential from, is, is the alchemist. You have the potential of turning base metal into gold. That is that is something that everybody comes with the ability to do, you know. To do. And right. at, at this point, mm-hmm. Yeah, Go shout ahead. out to Kendrick, shout out to Kanye. You know, those those awards that they received over the weekend, that's big for hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? It's real big for hip-hop. That was a good look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a that's major a look. That's a real good for hip-hop. Major. That was a major look. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that that says a lot, especially with the lyrics of that brother. You know, hold on one minute. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Uh, Kanye West was awarded with a doctorate from the um, University of the Art Institute of Chicago, I believe. While Kendrick yeah. Lamar received a uh, icon, like a lifetime icon award, a recognition award from the California State Assembly or something of that nature, it was a legislative yes. body. State Assembly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For his works in the streets of Compton, not just his record sales, not just his lyrics, but for his um, activism, his his you know, his, his, his continued, yeah, his activity in his community, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that, you know, he can bust a lick and, and, and pull up out of there, and the only time that you could see him was on stage, you know, he makes himself available. He's still in his community, sharing and caring, you know? So he was acknowledged for that, and that's what's up. Yeah, that was a good look. Huh? Uh, I said that was a good look for hip hop, and then Kanye got a doctorate, so it's actually Doctor Kanye now. You know, Doctor Kanye West. I think that he's a Doctor West. You know, so that was interesting, whatnot. Um, yeah. So that's what's up. Shout out to those brothers. So, what, what you're saying, you still need that. Uh, still need that window? 
It's still uploading? Yes, it's still uploading. We're almost there. Okay. Should have uploaded mm-hmm. that time. Why don't we do this, family? While we wait for the yeah, while we wait for this to upload, why don't we go ahead and play the the track by our brother Kendrick Lamar? Um, you know, just giving that brother a salute. You know, what I'm saying from his latest project. Which one do you want me to rinse, Blue? Uh, Black at a Berry or Mortal Man? Uh, mortal. Mortal, right? All right, family, we'll be right back after this song, and we'll get into the presentation for tonight. The 
points of Mandela. Hope this flow stay propelling. Let my word be your earth and moon. You consume every message. As I lead this army, make room for mistakes and depression. And if you riding with me, nigga, I've been wrought off before. I got abandonment issues. I hold crutches like bad judges. Don't let me resist you. That's not Nelson like. Want you to love me like Nelson. I went to Robbins Island analyzing. That's where his cell is. So I can find clarity. Like how much you cherish me. Is this relationship a fake or real? It's the heaven's beast. See, I got a question it all. Family, friends, fans, cats, dogs, trees, plants, grass. How to wind blow. Murphy's law. Generation X. Will I ever be your ex? Flaws of a baby step. Marred by the mouth of bit. Paws put me under stress. Crawled under racks. Ducking y'all. It's respect for this tomorrow. Put my back against the wall. How many leaders you said you needed? Then left them for dead. Is it Moses? Is it Huey Newton or Detroit Red? Is it Martin Luther JFK? Shooting you assassin? Is it Jackie? Is it Jesse? Oh, I know it's Michael Jackson. Oh, when shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? That nigga gave us Billy Jean. You say he touched those kids? When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? Let's go to Mandela. Hope my flow stay propelling. Let my word be your earth and move. You consume every message. As I leave this army, make room for mistakes and depression. And if you ride with me, nigga, let me ask this question, nigga. I remember you was conflicted, misusing your influence. Sometimes I did the same, abusing my power full of resentment. Resentment that turned into a deep depression. Found myself screaming in the hotel room. I didn't want to self-destruct. The evils of Lucy was all around me. So I went running for answers until I came home. But that didn't stop survivor's guilt. Going back and forth trying to convince myself the stripes I earned. Or maybe how A1 my foundation was. But while my loved ones was fighting a continuous war back in the city, I was entering a new one. A war that was based on apartheid and discrimination. Made me want to go back to the city and tell the homies what I learned. The word was respect. Just because you wore a different game color than mine doesn't mean I can't respect you as a black man. Forgetting all the pain and hurt we caused each other in these streets. If I respect you, we unify and stop the enemy from killing us. But I don't know. I'm no mortal man. Maybe I'm just another nigga. Shit, and that's all I wrote. I was going to call it another nigga, but it ain't really a poem. I just felt like it's something you probably could relate to. Other than that, now that I finally got a chance to holler at you, I always wanted to ask you about a certain situation, about a metaphor, actually. Uh, you spoke on the ground. What you mean by that? What the ground represent? The ground is going to open up and swallow the evil. Right. That's how I see it. My world is born. I see, and the ground is a symbol for the poor people. Right. The poor people is gonna open up this whole world and swallow up the rich people, cause the rich people are gonna be so fat and, and they're gonna be so appetizing. You know what I'm saying? Wealthy, appetizing. The poor are gonna be so hungry. poor and hungry. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like, you know, <laughs> they might, there might be some cannibalism out this month. <laughs> they might eat the rich. You know what I'm saying? All right. So let, let me ask you this then. 
Do you see yourself as somebody that's rich or somebody that made the best of their own opportunities? I see myself as a natural born hustler, a true hustler in every sense of the word. I took nothing. I took the opportunities. I worked at the, the most menial and degrading job and built myself up so I can get it to where I owned it. Uh, I went from having somebody manage me to me hiring the person that works my management company. Right. I changed everything. I realized my destiny in a matter of five years, you know what I'm saying, and made myself a millionaire. Right. I made I made millions for a lot of people. Now it's time to make millions for myself, you know what I'm saying? I made millions for the record companies. I made millions for these movies companies now we make millions for, for us and through your different avenues of success how would you say you manage to keep a level of sanity by my faith in God by my faith in the game and by my faith in all all good things come to those that stay true right you know what I'm saying and and, and it, it was happening to me for a reason you know what I'm saying I was noticing shit I was I was punching the right buttons and it was happening so it's no problem, you know. I mean, it's a problem, but I'm not finna let them know. Hmm. I'm finna go straight through. Would you consider yourself a a fighter at heart or somebody that somebody that only reacts when they back is against the wall? Shit, I like to think that in every opportunity I've ever been uh, threatened with resistance, I, it's been met with resistance. And not only me, but it goes down my family tree. You know what I'm saying? It's in my veins to fight back. Alright, well, how long you think it take before niggas be like, we fighting a war, I'm fighting a war, I can't win, and I want to lay it all down? In this country, a black man only have like five years we can exhibit maximum strength. And that's right now, while you a teenager, while you still strong, while you still want to lift weights, while you still want to shoot back. Because once you turn 30, it's like they take the heart and soul out of a man, out of a black man in this country. And you don't want to fight no more. And if you don't believe me, you can look around. You don't see no loudmouth 30-year-old motherfuckers. That's crazy. Because me being one of your offsprings of, of the legacy you left behind, I can truly tell you that there's nothing but turmoil going on. So I want to ask you, what you think is the future for me and my generation today? I think that niggas is tired of grabbing shit out the stores. And next time it's a riot, it's going to be like uh, bloodshed. For real. I don't think America know that. I think America think we was just playing. It's going to be some more playing. But it ain't going to be no playing. It's going to be murder. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like like Nat Turner, 1831, mm. up in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. It's going to happen. That's crazy, man. In my opinion, the only hope that we kind of have left is music and, and vibrations. A lot of people don't understand how important it is. You know, sometimes I can like get behind a mic and I don't know what type of energy I'm going to push out or where it comes from. Trip me out sometimes. Because it's spirit. We ain't even really rapping. We just letting our dead homies tell stories for us. Yeah. I wanted to read one last thing to you. It's actually something a good friend had wrote describing my world. It says, The caterpillar is a prisoner to the streets that conceived it. Its only job is to eat or consume everything around it in order to protect itself from this mad city. While consuming this environment, the caterpillar begins to notice ways to survive. One thing it notices is how much the world shuns him but praises the butterfly. The butterfly represents the talent, the thoughtfulness, and the beauty within the caterpillar. But having a harsh outlook on life, the caterpillar sees the butterfly as weak 
and figures out a way to pimp it to its own benefits. Already surrounded by this mad city, the caterpillar goes to work on the cocoon which institutionalizes him. He can no longer see past his own thoughts. He's trapped. While trapped inside these walls, certain ideas take root, such as going home and bringing back new concepts to this mad city. The result? Wings begin to emerge, breaking the cycle of feeling stagnant. Finally free, the butterfly sheds light on situations that the caterpillar never considered, ending the internal struggle. Although the butterfly and caterpillar are completely different, they are one and the same. What's your perspective on that? Which in itself is a, um, you know, a, 
crime throughout the galaxy. Yeah. So, yeah, man, shout out to that brother. You know, I wish you had that 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 that, that opus that me and you put together. I wish you had I wish you had that uploaded so we could share that with the family. You know, that's one of my favorite at this point. Oh, um, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just that's an experience that I'm very uh, proud of. You know. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Let's see what we could do by the end of the show. Okay, is this clip uploaded yet? Are we ready to go? It's giving me a, a, a little bit of problems. It's giving me some problems. Being that it's a large clip, I compressed it. I followed the rules, you know, I compressed it and um, put it through iTunes. Then I MP4'd it, then I uploaded it. It was taking time. Then it put a, there's an X symbol next to the song, like it's rejecting it, or next to the podcast, for that matter, like it's rejecting it. It's about two hours in length. But it's it's MP4, they don't. They don't do uh, MP4. I mean, MP3. My, my bad, MP3. I changed it to MP3 yeah. from MP4. Okay. Yeah, so. Trying to shovel, troubleshoot on the fly. So just give me a one moment. I'm sure everything is going to work out. All right. Yeah. Wondering, do you know if I could hook? If there, is there a cord where you could hook your phone up to the actual uh, to your laptop to play whatever's on your laptop when it comes to the phone? Not that I know. I just know. I know. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, give us a minute, fam. We're going to make this thing work real quick. There anything that uh you've left out in the meantime that you might wanna I don't want it to be no dead end. Yeah. Oh, wow, how could I forget this? Um wow. Last night 
uh, I received a phone call that uh, really, you know, it touched me in a way that it was like almost, you know, you know when you get certain uh, situations occur and you know that this is verification that the ancestors are not only listening, but they're responding to your affirmations and the things that you put out into the universe. I remember on last Friday's show when I was speaking about legacy um, and the fact that, you know, the only thing that you could really leave behind is your legacy, the things that you've done for the people, the things that you've been able to do for your people or the way that you've been able to touch people in a way that they will remember you and keep you in their minds and hearts forever. And um, I received a phone call, and I got the invitation, or rather the uh, offer, to become a hip-hop teacher for sixth graders during the week in Brooklyn at a charter school where our sister is the principal. So Mm. it would be very advantageous for me to accept that position because it will put me... In a, in, in a way, remember when I was telling you about the situation when I was reading Sharif's eulogy and I saw all the work that he was doing with prisoners and all the work that he was doing with children and at-risk children and going to colleges and talking to students. And yeah, I was like, the brother, the brother family was doing uber, uber work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's say that if if if... If he left a shit stain in the streets prior to him being incarcerated, you know, in his younger years, in the 90s, when he was running these streets and, you know, a leader of a gang and things of that nature, the brother was incarcerated. Um, He transformed everybody on the inside that he came into contact with. These were the testimonies of people, you know, at his eulogy. This is A.A. Rashid's testimony who you know, directly accredits his brother for his transformation as well. Um, But the brother also came home, you know, had an undying service to the people here in the world, you know, the children in particular, you know, especially as well as other prisoners, you know. um, He was part of a, a reintegration program, you know, when people coming home, can um, reintegrate society more smoothly and things of that nature. So, yeah, and these are these are things that I didn't even know about. You know, I know that he was doing some things, but I didn't know the extent to which he got involved and, and, and really was able to, uh, you know, be effective and make change. That's why I said um, there's really no way that you can designate that title of consciousness to a person or a community. There are so many unsung heroes out there. There are people that we'll never hear about until they're long gone. Like, wow, they yeah. was doing this, that, and the other. Like, it's just service to humanity, man. I think that shit doesn't come under any name or title. It's just in your heart. It's what you do. And there are a lot of people out there doing the good work, you know. So that brother was definitely one of them. Definitely. And, you know, the ability to share the knowledge that I have about all, you know, multiple, not all, but multiple aspects of hip-hop as a culture 
as an art form and as a weapon and as a tool of the Magi's, you know, I'm going to be honored to be there, to uh, be a teacher, to follow in the tradition of my father, and um, who is a professor, at Eng- uh, an English professor at Queens College. And, um, wow, it just, it, it really, it was like an answer to a prayer that I just put forth. And I look forward to uh, the future, what, what the future holds with that. So, you know, I'll keep the family informed. You know what I mean? Shout out to Narubi Sela, our sister, you know what I'm saying, the sister who is uh, responsible for um, opening up this chapter. You know. Oh, indeed. So I, like, I could be yeah. like, I could be like um, uh, a guest presenter and shit. No, no, no. You good too? I'm not. I can't talk about. You know, there's no I and team. It was a phone call that they gave me, but you know, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a two man team. You know what I'm saying? You know. So wherever I go, you go. You know, we're just gonna tackle it from the, from those angles. You know what I'm saying? You know, I just pay you in sandwiches and stuff like that, and salads and shit. Like, <laughs> now we good though. Don't don't I? You know, there's a lot of stuff that comes with that. I'll give you the update. You know, um, but it it speaks to uh, because it, you know I don't want to be on 125th Street selling clothes that he bought every day, like. I don't want to be out there. Just you know, I appreciate the time that I've spent out there and doing what I'm doing, but it, it just feels like you were saying earlier, stagnation. You know, the fact that it's stagnant and it's a wave. It's it's viral. It's crazy. It's like it's legendary. It's a legend. You know, it's buzzing. You know, it's trending. You know, what I'm saying it's trendy to be conscious, but it's like. Yeah, but it's trendy to be. It's trendy to 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 be. It's trendy to build. It's trendy to be uh, creative. It's trendy to create some stuff as a result of being. When are we gonna get over the fact that we're conscious? Everyone is conscious to a degree. What are we doing right. with the super conscious as a collective? How are we taking our consciousness? Those of us who are vibrating at a frequency that we know at this point is, you know, higher than the average. Not to put you, you know, but it's vibrating in a high, it's vibrating at a higher level than brothers and sisters who are directly being programmed, you know, through uh, multiple forms of media, as well as their um, immediate environment, as well as the food that they're eating, as well as all kinds of things that play a factor. You know, but um, why is it that nobody is talking about the power of collective thought or the power of, you know, collective um, actions and things of that nature? The fact that, you know, why is nobody talking about dark matter think tanks or um, mastermind classes, you know, coming together, putting more than one mind together, multiple minds together to come up with solutions. Yo, yeah, to, the um, gangs did that over the weekend and be more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
They had a mastermind meetup, yeah, where they was talking about, you know, actually starting business in their community. You know, so it's, it's, like I said, there are things that are taking place, you know, based on the level of pressure that's present in those places. People are able to find themselves and, and, and get to it. You know, New York is just too lackadaisical. You know what I'm saying? This, this shit is like, they be on it for a moment, then they fall back. So where's the consistency? You know, where's the, the, the undying, you know, um, diligence? You know, when is this shit actually going to become the religion that it it, 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 it it professes, you know, that people act like they use all of the... Uh, the negative implications of what they quote unquote Christian church is about, you know, but the the unity, you know, the whole aspect of one being able to get together in the congregation and be with like minds, the commonality, you know, of not only thought but practice. Oh, you know, practice facts. Yeah, you live like I do, you eat like I do, you think like I do, you talk like I do, you shop like I do, you know what I'm saying? You get up in the morning and do ritual like I do. You know, those are commonalities. And a lot of what I'm hearing and receiving from people that are into the information is just the loneliness, you know? Like, damn, yo, this shit is lonely. Like, I'm the only one doing this in my area. You know what I mean? Like... Are there other people out there like me? You know, I thank you, brothers, yeah. for KTL. Thank you, brothers, for the YouTube clips because, you know, people say, you know, their, their, their gratitude is so great because this is the only thing that they have. They don't have any physical community. They don't have commonality with anybody in their immediate circle or their circumference in a 100-mile radius, you know what I'm saying? They have to find the commonality online by way of YouTube or um, blog <laughs> talk. You know what I'm saying? Or they, you know, or they depend on their timeline, you know, to keep them focused and keep them cued in. You know, because only thing people still talking about Pacquiao and, and Mayweather. You know, in their reality, people talking about Derrick Rose and, and LeBron's buzzer beater. Although they were great athletic marvels, you know, I don't want to take anything away from those feats, you know what I'm saying? Because those are true testaments of one skill. You know, it takes a lot to be a legend on on, on that degree and that stage and save a game. Those things should not be looked down upon as mere entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Those are testaments to a man's greatness. That's a testament to teamwork, you know what I'm saying? That's a testament to endurance. That's a testament to, you know, not giving up to the very last drop, you know what I'm saying, or the very last second. All of these are lessons that we need to take in this quote-unquote struggle that we find ourselves in. And there's some people that don't like identifying with that word, this protracted, uh, you know, aggressive move forward or what have you, however you want to term it you know, these things that are going to take uh unprecedented amount of resolve on your part to push through, you know? 
you can learn a lot from sports. You can learn a lot from teamwork. You know, these are some of the only places where we see, these are some of the places that we, only some of the places where we see our people working as team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. So, you know, that's 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 what it's about, you know what I mean? It's about that. Um and again I stress, you know, the fact that for commonality, people are looking for what we have termed community but we have yet to define, okay? These are the things that they covet the most right now at this particular time because everything else around them is unfamiliar. And there are people that are going through beyond what, you know, you might have seen a post about history and it changed your life. Cool. You might have found out that such and such was a lie and it shifted you towards something this a little bit more firm in regards to saying, you know, I resonate with this. This feels like it's more truth. But there are people that are going through some real changes. There are people that are really tapping into the astral realm right now in their lives. There are people that are seeing, um, you know, energy beings around them, shadow people. There are people that are, you know, delving into the dream realm and, and they're latent things within them that are waking up. And they are on the verge. They're on, you know, the edge. Like, yo, am I crazy? Am I going crazy? You know what I'm saying? And who can I talk to about this? You feel me? There are people that are going through some real changes. I'm not just talking about ideologically. I'm talking about their chemistry, their bodies. They're transforming. They're coming online. You know what I'm saying? Um, to who they are. You know, these these super beings that they actually are wrapped up in this flesh, you know what I'm saying? But they came out down here to do the funky. They came down here to do, you know, the boogaloo, you know what I'm saying, during the time when it's really going to be called for. And, um, you know, their bodies are, are starting to transform into those vessels, and they don't know what to make of it. So if they can't find community that they can trust, people are not going to take advantage of them. If they can't find people to confide in, if they can't find any references you know, especially for people that look like them and that are having these original experiences. You know, I ain't meeting so many people that's getting abducted, but I'm sure that shit is happening. <laughs> you know, so you know that there's 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 a lot that needs to be taken into account, you know, um that goes beyond just the mundane you know what I'm saying? Because the mundane is fighting hella hard for your attention. The mundane is, is, is really trying to, you know, get top billing. Like, look at me. <laughs> Don't forget about us. Like, we get it popping over here in the, mund- in the mundane world. You don't want to miss out. Mm. Yeah. Got you thirsty. Yeah. Like, you know. We got that Bruce Jenner coming for you. Hold tight. <laughs> so. And then, you know, 
like I said, from this position because you filter in so much different um, information and so many different people reaching out that require so many different levels of help. Uh, you know, it's it's not even it's not even in my pedigree to tell somebody I can't help them. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna attempt. Should I say as much as I can? You know, before I gotta throw my hat in, if 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 that's even you know called for at whatever point. If you know, because can't sometimes you can't do everything. You can. Help a person by bringing them along and introducing them to somebody else who could take it from there, or you could point somebody in the uh, in the right direction. Yeah, Blue. Let me try something out. I don't want to go. I don't want to be too hood, but I'm gonna see if I could play this through the computer and if the family can hear it. I need the family in the chat room to let me know if you can um, hear the audio clear when I play it on the computer. Give me a minute. Oh, hello? Yes. Look, this is what you can do. You got Google Phone? I believe I do, yeah. If you call in from your Google Phone, right? Yeah. Then the computer will be your dialing device, right? Uh Then you can play. You can play it from the iTunes directly from your computer, and then it will play you know, with a superior audio quality. All right, let's try that out then. All right. I'm going mm-hmm. into it right now. Yeah, but finish your build up, finish what you were going. I mean, because you, you know, you definitely going in tonight, you know what I'm saying? You are definitely going in. No, I mean, I think but for the most part, um, that you've been sharing. Huh? Yeah, I, I, I got to where I was going in regards to um, saying that uh, there's a lot of people that are going through different things. There's not just one level of transformation. Okay, if we look at transformation, we can envision it as a ladder. And all of the rungs that you can envision as a ladder, that's what people are going through. There are people that are novices, right, that are just coming straight into information. They want to know about nationality. There's people that are coming into information. They want to know about diet. There are people that are coming into information. They want to know about meditation and 11-11 and Omni Pad Me On. There are people that are coming in that want to know about, you know, the internal martial arts, you know, how to channel their chi and, and, and get their breath together. There are people that want to know about numerology. There are people that want to know about astrology. You know, there are people that want to know about self-defense. There are people that want to know about, you know, all of this vast history from both sides, you know. Can you tell it to me, how it was explained in school? What are the things that I was missing? And what's the alternative aspect of it? How do you mesh the two, you know? And then there are people that want to know about these higher degrees of, of sciences and information because of what they're personally going through. You know, what are these dreams that are going on? And, you know what I'm saying? What are these particular dimensions that I'm seeing in, in my reality now? I'm seeing beings, you know what I'm seeing? Shadow beings, I'm seeing 
you know, monsters, if you will, you know, I'm seeing all of these different things, you know, and, and people are trying to hold on to their sanity in the midst of it all because it's not how they were raised. They don't have these references, but, you know, they might have noticed every now and then that on their timelines, you know, we, we post some things that grab their attention so people always look from a peripheral and when the time is right and they need to help, then they reach out. And, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, a lot of time is spent in, in engaging uh, those people and coming up with answers and solutions for them. And I would be very uncomfortable to tell somebody, you know, I can't help. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And good luck. You know, you do everything that you can to help at the end of the day. You do everything that you can. Point them in the right direction. If you can't, if you're not the one that can physically come up with all of the answers or get the job done, then do your best to uh, point them in the right direction. And not everybody has those resources, but I guess, you know, we've been blessed enough to have those resources based on I expose this to so many different people that do so many different things. And there are um, so many different giants out there. There are so many people that are magnificent in their fields that the world might not know about. You know what I mean? They, they, Not everybody got a Facebook. Not everybody's on YouTube. YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody made it to sign at his couch. Okay. YouTube. So, yeah. So all of these things, you know, I don't know how you put that into a resume, you know what I'm saying? But all of these things go into, uh, yeah, you know, the, the daily job, you know, and, and, and as well as, and the niggas that want you to, <laughs> and then you got to pay for blog talk, you know, at your own pocket to give it to them as well. So let alone, it's, you know, the information is free. So they're going to expect you to pay for this shit, too. Give it to them for free. So, you know, yeah, it'd be that crazy. Like, you just really, you step back and you see it. You're like, mm, like, this is the world we live in, huh? And they want to get up out of this shit today? I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, there's a certain... um, there's a certain attitude towards problem solving that you would see a person come with that will show you that that type of person is indicative of coming up with solutions that can break them out of a matrix. They got them boxed in from all corners. You can't fight this thing lazy. You can't fight this thing part-time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fact. You got to constantly be on your dean you fighting this thing. thing. Yeah, you got to be yeah. like this nonstop. If you're lucky enough to shake one of these energy vampires or, or, or you know, low-level demonic forces off of you, the first slip, like, the, the they just need a microsecond to get back. You know, these parasitic uh, energy forces, just, they just need a, a, a glimmer of a second to last back on. You just need to slightly slip. So how are you going to be part-time about it, you know? 
sit in at least to this whole aspect that you're, like, super skeptical of people because you don't know who's who and what's what. Because you're like, damn, you can't possibly think that you are just um, far removed, you know, from this full-court press that they have. And I'm not talking about physical lockdown. I'm talking about energy now. I'm talking about the shit that you can't see, you know, what's controlling mm-hmm. the people on a subconscious level. You know, what 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 chip has been put into that subconscious program? You know, what becomes of a psyche that has been eating GMOs for the first seven years of their life when the programming takes place? You know what I'm saying? And the only thing that you know is is Similac, uh, Infamil, Gerber and then it's straight to McDonald's, you know? And then you get into consciousness at 21, but you got all of these other nanoparticles that have been triggered and redirecting your psyche for who knows how long and making you receptive to all of these extremely low frequencies from that point on. Mm. But then you get into the community and you get this information but how can you defragment and deprogram the things that are now part of your 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 nano structure, your nanoskeletal structure? You know, the being this, you know, <laughs> right underneath your visible skin that's really like controlling you and, and this receptible to all of these commands and these controls and, and signals that they send out. Because I'm, you know, I'm in the streets, B. I'm, I'm. I'm in these streets, B. Every day, B. Like, B. Uh, the people are my people. I love my people, but the people is not the same as I remember people being. You know what I mean? These are different people. Different. You know? They're, they're hybrid. Yeah, we can only be real about, yeah, I mean, that. They, Scientifically, um, biologically, there just has to be some. You, you got to be giving something up if you've been eating GMOs for the last thirty years. I mean, there's just something about you that's genetically modified. Well, let's just be real. But you know. At the end of the day, um, I feel that we are powerful enough people to overcome even all of those odds and all of those obstacles if we so choose to. Oh, oh, for sure. That that's you know, like we say on, on like we said on previous shows, you know, it's the same thing like going to the gym. The more weight that you put on the ball the greater the result once you push it off of you, once you get it up. You know, yeah. there's, there's no such thing as a, a, a the, the heavier the burden or the greater the weight, you know, the more pristine the diamond. That's a, that, you know, that's just a fact. So as fate will have it, all right, because the great divine does speak through signs, and the superconsciousness is is a quantum field. It's something that we can always tap into. 
you know, um, it's always present all around us, okay? So as I'm talking to the family and I'm building about what I'm building about, right, right in my timeline, I'm, I'm looking at my computer while I'm speaking and something pops right up from the New Yorker, right? Prestigious magazine, you know, I read it. My father collects it. The New Yorker magazine. Title of this article says, Scientists, Earth Endangered by New Strain of Fact-Resistant Humans, May 12, 2015. Wait, what? The Earth is endangered by a new strain of fact-resistant humans. <laughs> this is not a parody. Scientists have discovered a powerful new strain of fact-resistant humans who are threatening the ability of Earth to sustain life. A sober, sobering new study reports the research conducted by the University of Minnesota identifies a virulent strain of humans who are virtually immune to any form of verifiable knowledge, leaving scientists at a loss as to how to combat them. These humans <laughs> appear to have all of the faculties necessary to receive and process information, Davis Logston, one of the scientists who contributed to the study, said, and yet somehow they have developed defenses that, for all intents and purposes, have rendered those faculties totally inactive. Now, if that's not what I was just speaking about, God damn it. I, now, let me get my bomb now. <laughs> I'll wait. Uh, I'll continue. More yeah, worryingly, Logston said, as facts have multiplied, their defenses against those facts have only grown more powerful. All right? You're talking about a GMO. While scientists have no clear understanding of the mechanisms that prevent the fact-resistant humans from absorbing data, they theorize that the strain may have developed the ability to intercept and discard information en route from the auditory nerve to the brain. The normal functions of human consciousness have been completely nullified, Logston said. While reaffirming the gloomy assessments of the study, Logston held out hope that the threat of fact-resistant humans could be mitigated in the future. Our research is very preliminary, but it's possible that they will become more receptive to facts once they are in an environment without food, water, or oxygen, he said. Wow. But, rest assured, family, all right, you could... uh. You 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 can go back to sleep. The rest it, it is. Uh, I think this is satire, even though it's being run in the New Yorker magazine. I think this particular um, writer, Andy Bowers, I think that he reports using satire. But nonetheless, goddammit, you know, I think that uh, it hit right on the head in regards to what I was saying, even if it was satire or hypothetical, that's what we're dealing with. And if we even listen to the science, the same you says about starch, 
and the fact that hold on a sec. All right. The fact that he talks about starch, starch forms the film over the brain, right, where the absorption is um, no longer uh, possible because it's a slippery film, right? Creates this film over the brain where the brain can no longer absorb, you know what I'm saying? And then the mucus and everything else sets in. So, you know, if we're talking about GMOs, and things of that particular nature. And this is not, again, particular point right now, this is not verifiable. I don't have all of the proof um, that speaks to it, family. I'm just theorizing, all right? But I'm using common sense as well to say, all right, well, if that's what stars can do and, and help form cyanide in the brain and things of that nature, um, you know, what is GMOs doing? You know What is GMOs doing And I'm talking about The constant Intake of GMOs Where It's everywhere in the food supply We're not just talking about You eating a tomato That has fish DNA in it I'm talking about Everything that you're eating From sunup to sundown All the way down to the water that you're drinking with it being contaminated, talking about the fluoride and, and, and the shot. And I'm, I'm guilty of it. All the alkaline water in the world that I drink, I love a long shower. I should know better. You know what I'm saying? But I fall victim to my own um, desires to, to, to be, for my, for my body to be in comfort because some of my best thoughts come to me in the shower. You know what I mean? Some of my clearest thoughts, even though I'm, Standing in the shower being gassed by fluoride. I'm in the mini gas chamber. On Mother's Day, uh, when I got to Harlem, I ran into a brother, got off the train with me. I think that he thought that I was you. So he started dialoguing with me immediately. Yo, brother, um, it's going to be a big day for you out here. You know, the women need to hear positive words and this, that, and the other. You know, make sure that, um, you know, you tell these women, happy Mother's Day, I had already started. I was like, yeah, I'm on that. Me and him just started going in. Every woman that we passed, just giving them their salutations, lifting their spirits, right? So he was like, take your glasses off and put these on. So he gave me his glasses. I saw the color like I had not remember seeing color since I was six or seven. You know what I mean? I remember vividly it was on the corner of Broadway and, like, in the 70s, I was with Grandma, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember coming up that block, and I remember looking out and seeing the trees, and, and just these colors were so bright and vibrantly popping. And it's been so long since I've seen colors and that magnitude, you know, they were just so healthy. They were so bright. They were just so magnified, you know? And he explains it because of a um, stability factor that our bodies 
had to adjust to all of the toxicity in our environment. They formed a film over our eyes. So our eyes won't be damaged by all of the pollution in our environment, all of the toxicity in our environment. So we are looking through eyes that have a film over them already. So the vibrancy of colors, we're not fully capturing the full spectrum of light because of this filter that we have over our eyes. So these glasses that he allowed me to put on, they block all of those filters, and I was able to see these colors and live in color, and it made me so much more happier that the way that I was giving salutations, you know, to the uh, the young mothers, you know what I'm saying, all of the, the, the women out there, it was my heart chakra was open so much more now because of the colors. I was just so happy to be alive by, you know, it, it, it all changed within seconds just based on me being able to see color at such a high degree, the vibrancies of colors popping so bright. I just felt so happy to be alive. You know what I'm saying? And just by exposing ourselves to what the real is in regards to, should we all live in the matrix? Because we're not even seeing the world for what it is based on the color spectrum. We all live in the matrix. We, we, exactly. walk on a, we walk on concrete. Nigga, we in the matrix, for real. Cut it out. I don't care what pill you call it. Yeah, real talk. No disrespect, no shots. You know? We live on concrete. Yeah, we in the matrix. You know? we, 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 we drink water with fluoride in it. Tap water with 92, you know, medications found in it. It's what we bathe and it's what we give to our children. You know what I'm saying? We eat tomatoes with fish DNA. People go to McDonald's and eat burgers probably that, you know, got human DNA in it. Cows that have been fed cows and shit like that. And we be talking about keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? Shit crazy. Indeed. That's what we're going to have to do, though, uh, brother man. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just play it through the phone, you know, and I'm going to rely on the feedback from the family that are in the chat room to let me know how the audio sounds, if they can hear it clearly. You know, because that's definitely um, what I want to do. In the meantime, what I'll do is I'm going to send you the uh, MP3. And if you have Google Mail that you can access, you know, let me know. And I'll I'll let you, um, I'll just open up your line and let it play. Is that cool? You said what? You want me to? Unable to read your email. Say, Please check your internet connection. Something's not right with my my um, Google Mail. 
right, so let me just play the show and see if the family hears it. Let's just let's try that out for the most part. Let's try it out. All right? All right. Yep. Family in the chat, um, let me know immediately as soon as you hear this. It sounds like on your end, all right? And if you're on the phone and you want to log in and just let us know what it sounds like, feel free to do that as well. We want to make sure you get the clearest audio possible so your experience, you know what I'm saying, be all right and you get this information, all right? But um, you're going to hear the intro to the show where the brothers introduced me. Um, Bear with us for the first 15 minutes of the show, there was a bad connection and the line was dropping. But um, I called back on the house phone, the landline. We took care of everything, and it was a powerful show. All right? So uh, let's see. Let's pull it up. Give it one minute. Mm-hmm. Peace, family. I'm not in the chat. I can't see y'all. But I definitely want to send y'all love and light. Thank you for being patient with us on this evening. All right? We are... We're going to get it right. Okay? Definitely going to get it right. The show's in the pipeline coming as well. They were working on finalizing. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Continue saying what you were saying. Yeah, yeah some, some, some real dope programming coming forward. Right, so we look forward to it. And um yeah, I can't stress enough that um <clears throat> there's some good shows in the archive that deserve your attention. So if you get a chance, definitely get up in there, check out the uh Dick Gregory, you know, the uh K T the Arts degree prior to that. Definitely Definitely Ra Aku and Everese, okay, the cosmophysics of be more. That's key, that's essential. All right. You want to have this information intact and tow. So um, you know, you can know what you need to know. You can share it with others as well. Feel me? because uh, emotions are everything. You know, your emotions are everything. And this whole thing is about mastering emotions, you know, not allowing people 
to have their way with your emotions because then you can easily be controlled. So it's, it's you know, it's the balance of, of the mind, the intellect, and the heart. That's the road that we got to get on. And the only way you're going to get there is with the information. Because what you're seeing is going to pull you in. It's, just, it's going to hurt. That family can't identify it any other way. At least I can't. You know, when I see the family, that's the family. And what the family's going through, so many ways we're going through. We, You know, so but it has to be properly filtered as well. Facts. You know, and, and I see the bumps and bruises. You know, I, I see the scuffles. I, I see the swollen lip and all of that, but I see victory in the long run, like Mayweather as well. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, they get hit. All right, so we're going to go ahead and do this right now, family. Thank you for being in the building with us. Um, Keep in mind that the show will go on until 12 a.m., and then we are going to be streaming live from um, platforms. So you could call in to 347-637-2135, All right, so... Let us go. Let us know in the chat room about our audio so we'll continue with, um, you know, if we have to make any adjustments. I hear it. Audio is good. It's clear. Right. Um, it's audible. If it could be a tad bit louder, you know that would be that would be better. But I I I could hear it. You know what I'm saying? All right. You brothers have done this for about maybe about two years now, and it's one of the most successful talk shows on blog talk for the black conscious community is concerned. They have just about everybody on their show, you know, everybody in the conscious community. So these twin brothers have indeed shown and proved in various ways, shapes, and forms their efforts to uplift themselves as well as their people and their community. Red Pill is a businessman as well, which we probably will be speaking about. Now, the subject that you're going to be speaking about is the realm of mentalism. 
the subconscious versus the superconscious, and how to effectively reprogram our thoughts both individually and collectively. How collective thoughts lead to collective action and collective economics. Brother Red, are you ready? You know, it's not good. You know, as the summertime comes in, more and more uh, things are happening. In Seattle on Friday, okay, they had a thing. You had um, some youth in South Carolina recently who, uh, about 60 of them altogether, and these youths were uh, harassing white people, taking them out of the car, beating them up, you know, all kind of stuff. You know, this is in Charleston, South Carolina. You know, I don't know how many of them were arrested or anything like that. So, you know, it's just a thing where right now we have to um, be mindful of all, you know, these things, you know, that, you know, are going on you know, in the world today. Um now, Brother Red Bill, are you there? Just making sure that she's not on the line. So the information that was being disseminated. And uh, again, you know, the subject that he's going to be covering, you know, deals with. We got him back. We got him back. You got him back? Okay. All right, really. Yes, indeed. Um, from what Does I heard, hear yes, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you loud and quick. For the bio, it is definitely correct. Me and my mm-hmm. brother, uh, my twin brother, Blue Pill, uh, we decided, you know, to be a part of the 2000 who actively pre- Known as uh, we actively pursued our active, active role. We were spectators before, so we were um, students of uh, our master teacher Phil Valentine. Mm-hmm. And a few other of the, of the illuminaries who were responsible for creating what is known as the metaphysical underground or the dark matter thinking tank. A lot of people um, don't speak about that in hindsight. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of things have been lost in translation with the um, emergence of the online conscious community. That's not to take away anything from anybody that's participating. It just, you know, um, as we all know, sometimes it's always... um, it's always important to speak about the origin of something that has evolved and grown into something beyond any one of our control. So, um, you know, as a student, we were very humble. You know, we were very um, intuitive to the information that was being disseminated. And we, you know, we always had aspirations to um, participate as a 
teacher, uh, one of my first experiences in consciousness or to see someone who was known as a master teacher was at eight years old in the island of St. Croix. We had the opportunity to be in the presence of Dr. Stevie and his, um, you know, and his formation of um, uh, of a teacher, of a, of a scholar, of a, of a lecturer. Um, him and my mother had a business relationship, a personal relationship, and she convinced them to come to America to export his version of um, healing. That he he was um, a practitioner of herbal medicine and herbal healing and tonic, um, electrified foods and things of that nature. And he had the um, he was of the mindset that there's no such thing as diseases. There's only uh, malnourishment. Um, there's all there's only um, the uh, abundance of mucus in one system, which is basically you know uh, inflammatory. Uh, result of inflammatory um, foods and things of that nature, and also the body, the body fighting off invaders and things of that nature. So I was very impressed at the young age of eight years old at what I saw in the ability for this man to contain such information in his head and to disseminate it in a way that was captivating to those who were sitting you know, in the audience with me and my brother and my younger brother and my sister and my mother and everybody else that was in attendance, just learning, learning from an orator, going back into the old form of teaching that the Griot and um, ancient African traditions were known for, you know, that the, the village, the elders in the village, where they would sit us in circles and teach from mouth to air, not from books. You know, they would speak from wisdom. They would speak from actuality. And some things were not even spoken. They were only shown to select a few. Mm-hmm. You know, henceforth, you have the emergence of what is known as secret societies. That's a European concept that has emerged uh, post, um, I would say, the post-fall of the Moors, which took place officially in 1492. And what they did was they took a lot of the information they were getting from travels to the Orient or the Grand Orient or the Levant or the Maghreb, which is North Africa and other places in West Africa as well, and also Kemet or Cairo and Egypt. Um, all of the places that you see in conflict right now, as a matter of fact, I would say Syria, I would say Libya, um, I would point to Iraq, Baghdad, which was a which was a huge center of um, information and knowledge in um, the earlier, you know, in, in the pre pre and post Islamic days, the earlier the earlier days of the rise of their empire. And what they did is they formed what we know now as secret society. They took our information, or they uh, were, you know. People say that they're care holders and things of that nature of the information. But for the most part, they have the information. They form these groups, these societies, and this is what, you know, and, and it's basically members only at this point. But fortunately for all of us, we are in the age, and it, it, it is an age that has manifested not just in words or not in promises, but it has manifested and it has actualized itself, the age of information. Okay. Right. Uh, we live in we live in an age of electrified information, as a matter of fact. So let's mm-hmm. be clear that, that the age of electrified information is an age, or rather an era, 
that never existed prior to this age because we never had a time where information was moving at the speed of light and it was accessible to all of mankind if they had mm-hmm. the ability to assess it. That was not, then this is a phenomenon, family. This is something that has not been um, of our reality, you know, and um, to say since we've been here, because my studies go very, you know, it takes us very far back. Um, when you when you read the lessons of Prophet Noble Ali, when you read the lessons of Elijah Muhammad and other uh, Dr. York and many other of our scholars and our messengers and our prophets, they do speak of a time where our civilization was, you know, uh, at a high standard and the majority of the population was well-informed, and they had access to information. What we're going to talk about tonight, super confident, the field of um, the field of probability, you know, um, tapping into the, um, the theorem, the theorem, the quantum physical theorem of everything, being able to pull information from all places, seen and unseen. Mm-hmm. But um, this mm-hmm. time has returned to us. Fortunately, you know, fortunately enough, this time is upon us now. And what we're going to do tonight is we're going to remove all of the negative connotations that this time um, has attached this attack to this time. You know, like people walking around looking crazy with their pants sagging. You know, um, you know the fact that some of our people are living in an impoverished state both economically, health-wise, mentally, physically, and all kind of other ways, spiritually, um, we're going to remove some of the slights or, you know, we're going to remove some of the, the, the dark spots that we have and focus more so on the positive, on the up and up. We're going to focus on the now versus the past and the present. I mean, the, the past and the future, which doesn't exist. We're going to focus on right now and the fact that, you know, anything that we want to do and anything that we want to achieve and anything that we want to conceive is possible if we only, you know, put it in our mind. It's as simple as that. Right. You know, so we're right. going to get into that tonight. So, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm saying I, I hear what you're saying, and, and I'm sure our listeners, you know, want to hear that information for so long we've been hearing, you know, and doing a lot of things that do not work, okay, that uh, are not effective, you know, so now is the time where we want that type of information that's going to be effective, something that's going to work, because, you know, yeah. otherwise we're just losing our tails, you know, so this is, uh, this is, we want to head, bro. Yes. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. You're good close of that first thought that I was um, getting into, you know, sometimes I jump ahead of myself. As a result of the age that we're living in, and knowing that, you know, me and my brother decided that the best place for us in this lane called consciousness when we got into it, when we went from spectating and being a student to actually being behind the scenes and then getting in front of the camera, the proverbial camera, you know, or rather the mic. You know, we decided that the best place for us to, to be comfortable is in the realm of media. 
Um, they call it new media nowadays because of the uh, inclusion of the Internet and all things digital. So it's not media anymore. It's seen as new media. So new media consists of what you may see on YouTube, as YouTube videos. It consists of podcasts, such as the one that we're on right now. It consists of digital, uh, um, like digital journalism, such as blogs and things of that nature. And it also exists in many other forms, such as interactive books. Um, many of the things that we haven't tapped into as a community, as of yet, you know, applications, um, algorithms, and all kind of other things. This, this, you know, these compromise what is known, now known as new media. Um, and getting into new media was a breath of relief for us because it allowed us the ability to be filtered. Now, because we live in an age of information, it's also known as the um, Aquarian age, but it's also known as the deluge. The deluge is when we talk about the flood, and I will. Okay, I think um, our caller has dropped. Okay, so uh, while we're waiting, you know, for him to come in, you know, um, uh, hopefully uh, he'll, you know, get back, you know, with us very shortly. But, you know, understanding that what he was speaking about, okay, is definitely uh, a, a must for us to, you know, look at the things that maybe we have not looked at. You know, we have not uh, ventured, you know, into certain things, into certain areas of reality. And what you were saying is things such as uh, YouTube, uh, you know, uh, different forms of interaction that we have not, you know, previously, okay, went into. Uh, We need to start, you know, to do that because he mentioned how, you know, things are now, you know, electrified and how, uh, you know, at this time, it's like no other where that the um, all over, you know, we can, we can access like never before. And this is something that we, uh, we have access to now, so we need to take advantage, full advantage of this. You know, and I think that's the gist of what, you know, Randy was speaking about, taking full advantage of the technology, taking full advantage of the time, and which, you know, is upon us, you know, in reference to how to communicate, you know, how to build, you know, how to indeed, okay, have that um, access, you know, like never before. Now, if there's any questions, I'll wait for them to come back. Call the number 646 Give us a call. I, I, I think I got him back for you. I think he's back. Yes, I'm, I apologize. Um, my phone dropped. Uh, if it happens again, I'll just call right back. Okay. We get the phone sometimes when you're giving out that information. It'll just start the dropping campaign. But, um, uh, no, we're not going to let any of that stop us. I was listening to the testimony, and it's definitely touching on 
here to say that the solutions that we're looking for, you know, um, they're right here. They're in our hands. They're in front of us. You know, the people perish for a lack of knowledge. We have to, you know, be more focused on right knowledge, stuff that's applicable and works for us, and leave the stuff that's a distraction alone. And I'm going to get into the presentation tonight about the importance of the both the subconscious, the superconscious, and the conscious mind, and how we're being manipulated, and how we're being distracted on purpose, and how the media is utilizing the tools of propaganda and all kind of other things. That even brothers and sisters amongst our own ilk and family are using new media and other forms of media to keep us distracted. Okay because we are not supposed to be focusing on the negative. We're not supposed to be focused on the, um, the, the problems that we have. We spent 50 to 100 years focusing on that, okay? Mm-hmm. And I have, a, I have a strong feeling that because we spent so, so, such a long time, so much intense energy and passion focusing on the negative, we have perpetually created the negative reality that which we see these days. So we have to be very mindful of what we give our energy to because it, it can be our detriment. Okay. Right. So we need to reverse that process. Yes. We need to focus on a future and a present. We need to focus on what's working. We need to focus on what do we have in front of us in the form of technology. We need to focus on the fact that we can solve any problem that is put in front of us. Anything that they put in front of us, any any problem that we have, there's a solution to it. All reality, the probable reality out there for everybody. Mm. There's a probable reality out there for everyone, it exists in the it exists, it exists everything exists in the superconsciousness. How do you pull it down? You you feel what I'm saying? And again, yeah. there's always there's all there's there's a move that will always get you that checkmate. Right. Now, now Red, I need you to define the superconscious. Uh, define that word. Okay. Well, the superconscious, well, the superconscious mind, I'm going to talk about the superconscious mind, it's an aspect of consciousness, right, which is limitless, okay? So walk with me, family. I'm speaking, I'm going to speak about principles that are, you know, I'm going to stretch the the mind tonight. We're going to go beyond some of the realm of thought that, that, yeah, that we may be used to. But when you think about the superconscious mind, I'm talking about consciousness that's limitless or infinite in nature, in which depending on the number of infinite possibilities concerning what you've been taught to believe with, um, uh, let me go back. It's an infinite, infinite consciousness. So we're talking about all encompassing everything. All right. Think about the ocean. And look at yourself as a grain of sand in the ocean. Look at yourself as a pebble. Look at yourself as a seahorse inside of the ocean. All oceans, let's combine them all. You are encompassed by the water. You are surrounded. You are inside of the ocean, okay? So you are part of the ocean, and the ocean is a part of you. 
and you don't know anything else but the ocean. Okay? I'm painting that picture to paint the all-encompassing. When I say the all-encompassing, picture you as a grain of sand inside of the mind of the all. Okay. A tiny, tiny dot inside the mind of the all. You don't know outside or what outside of the all looks like. You know, you can't conceive it because it is the all. It's the fishbowl. Everything exists in it. All right? So it's infinite possibilities. A limitless number of infinite possibilities. All right? It is known as many things by man. Small, Just a small sampling of what is known as some label that they've given it is God, Supreme Energy, Brahman, Universe, Universal Intelligence, the Higher Power, etc., etc. We could also say that the superconscious mind is what comprises the kingdom. We get into the Bible and the forms of Gnostic thinking when you look at the Tree of Life at the top of the Sephiroth is. Um, you know, just uh, listening to the uh, the bit that he was saying, uh, you know, I can't wait to put me back on so we can really hear, you know, more of, you know, what, you know, he's, you know, about to talk about because he's definitely uh, one that we want to, uh, you know, want to hear, you know, what he has to say. Um, my... Uh, knowledge, knowledge of what you know he's speaking about, okay, is is limited. Um, the subconscious mind, you know, I'm, I am familiar with the, the power of the subconscious mind is uh, no doubt, you know, very powerful because the subconscious is actuality, what creates, what manifests, you know, the subconscious mind. Now, this is why I asked him what was the superconscious, is that I am not familiar with. But the subconscious mind, I am, you know, because if you give an example of the subconscious mind, if you... Oh, oh you're right there, I think I got him back. You got him back? Okay. Yeah. Um, All right, man, I am going to go ahead. Go ahead. No doubt. So we're touching on before my lines are up with the uh, Tree of Life and the uh, Sephiroth, and how Sephiroth being the Keter, K-E-T-E-R, and, and that being the absolute, or what we were talking about, the human consciousness. But, you know, in Raymond's terms, it's being a lofty idea or a concept, right? Think about it as that. Then it goes through the different trees, the different Sephiroth, or the different spheres of creation, and what it does is encompass in the Malkut physical kingdoms as the thought, as the actualized physical manifestation of the idea. So for those of us who may be into music, think about you, you know, sitting down in the studio thinking of something. For those of us who may be artists, you may be creating a character in your head. For those of us who are screenwriters and things like that, you're creating a movie in your head or, or a different a scene. You know, and it goes to the bit, it comes up, it comes up, your hand, a piece of paper, and the system, so that's all I was referring to. So, uh, okay, some of the other words, some of the other names for the superconscious mind 
is the uh, the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end, all, all the am. So this in those terms, so everybody could be familiar what it is that I'm talking about. You were saying that you didn't you didn't know about the superconsciousness before, but we just may have heard of the term, but we didn't hear about it in the term of superconsciousness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it is also through uh, in science, it's known as the unified field. Okay. If the family is familiar with Albert Einstein or even um, with the garden chair, um, Stephen Hawkins and whatnot, they speak about the unified state, the unified field of energy being the theory of, you know, everything is energy, right? So the superconscious mind is all pervasive. I mean, it's within everything and it exists everywhere. You could say there's an infinite field of potential without borders of restriction. Now, when I say this infinite field of potential, I mean that everything and anything is stored that has happened or has been created in the past and everything which is currently being created or whatever may be created at some point in the future, you can say that the superconsciousness or superconscious mind is present. It encompasses all things, all probabilities, both the seen as well as unseen. Within this infinite of consciousness exists any and every conceivable outcome. From a strictly physical perspective, meaning the existence of anything that currently exists as physical, which can be experienced with the limitations of the five physical senses. Within this infinite field of possibility and potential exist the material things such as houses of all shapes and sizes, ranging from shacks to multi-billion dollar mansions, which mm. exist of Lamborghinis all the way down to the dust bucket jalopies, from the rags to the finest linens in the world. So we're talking about everything. Anything that you could perceive, anything that you can think about, anything that you can think, what did Prophet Noble Jalali say? He said, all is mental. All is mind. Man is mind. So, okay, let me ask you this. Um, Sound like kind of like a genie in the lamp kind of thing with, with this, like magic. Because if you can tap into anything, okay, and do anything, that's the ultimate in a sense, correct? Now, how, that's the next question. How do you tap into that realm? Well, you're tapping into that realm at many different times. Okay. So I don't want to jump too far ahead. We're going we're gonna to explain on tapping into the superconscious mind and whatnot. You know, um, you have to be familiar with both your conscious and your subconscious mind as well. Okay. Um, keep in mind that the subconscious is similar to, you know, your hard drives. We're talking in terms of, like, computer technology and things of that nature. So, that of, uh, you know, if, if, if you have an Apple or if you have a PC or whatnot, side of that hard drive, you know, is the operating program, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, you have a, got different programs now, Tiger and Lion and things of that nature. So in your subconscious mind, you have, you know, every 
get sinful on all of your conscious thoughts, all of your uh, perceptions of what reality is, whether it's based on uh, whether you were raised in a business house, uh, a business, you know, uh, if, if people were able to people, so they told you that what this earth was only successful. You know, um, if you, you have an Islamic, uh, where you come up in a, all you listen to is pop, and you heard that women were bitches, and, you know, in whole, the niggas are dogs, you know, that's all you hear. This is your, this is, this, this is the programming. So, um, so what we were saying, you know, earlier about what the media has done and what they understand, because keep in mind, we are currently in the century of self. The century of self is a product of the um, the work that Sigmund Freud and Edward Bernays, which were both psychological um, masters and things of that nature. They studied the human mind. Um, Edward Bernays, I'm sure that uh, some of the families familiar with the documentary century of self, if you're not, or research in the group, and it speaks about the fact that uh, this man who was once in the uh, um, Department of Propaganda and with the Department of Propaganda post-World War they they changed their name into the uh, Department of Public Relations because propaganda had a bad name, a bad uh, connotation to it. But what you know in public relations, marketing and development, Marketing promotion of the ad agency, I think, is conscious study the sex. Okay, but as you checking it out a little bit, right? You moving around something, or you know, just um, you know, um, get and speak. I'll let you know if you fade it out again. You fade it out slow. Okay, can you hear me better now? Yeah, you did. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Edward Bernay is one of the men who were responsible for having half-naked women selling uh, cars and beers and things of that nature. He was, uh, he, you know, they basically studied the sexual nature of man and realized that if you can appeal to our lower nature in marketing and in promotion, you can sell us anything. If you appeal to the, re- the reptilian aspect of our brain, that that's an easier sell than to sell to a higher consciousness. So, you know, they took that small concept and, and, and encompassed that into all of America's, uh, into American culture, Western American thought, Western American culture. Okay, so um, when you look at what the media is doing to our young children, keep in mind, my son is seven years old. When my son was born, the first person that he saw the melanated hue was Barack Obama, okay? He was a part of that campaign. Remember the whole the cool campaign of his presidency and, you know, how everybody was, 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 you know, not everybody, but a majority of our people were completely hypnotized and encapsulated by his movement? Oh, yeah. It is. Now, that's in my son's subconscious mind. That That's in his pro, that, that part of his programming, when he goes to sleep, that's, that's, that plays over and over in his mind. He saw somebody who he can relate to in power. He saw that. He saw that whole movement. Now, fast forward to 
2015, she's seen young boys getting murdered on TV, young men getting murdered on TV. And what mainstream media is doing, this is where the subconscious, this is where the programming is coming in. Remember, we've been dying. We've been getting killed. We've been at the, we've been uh, unarmed and being murdered by law enforcement or policy enforcers, for that matter, since time memorial. They were slave catchers before that. They were inquisitionists before that. They were crusaders before that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is nothing but news. Why the glorification of it in Obama's term? Why the glorification of it nowadays in, in, the, in the ending of his term? Why are they beating these? Now, why is there a 24-7 news cycle of that? Why, when you do the research, you find out that George Soros and other people put millions upon millions of dollars to create what we know is perfectly? Why is Black Lives Matter, who's the, uh, um, uh, a group, why were they funded by George Soros over the years and other groups who we see as quote-unquote revolutionary that are keeping the banner of Black Lives Matter? Hands up, don't shoot. These are, I can't breathe. These are, these, if anybody understands affirmations, those are negative affirmations. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? You can't breathe. I understand that somebody you could see someone has a foot on your neck, but you're telling the world that you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. So if you were to if you were to die, then they would just say, but they affirmed that. That's an affirmation they're giving to the world, and that's a positive affirmation. It's, I can't breathe. Yes, yeah. it's like saying I am. Hands up, don't shoot. You're waving a white flag. You're, you're completely giving up the fight. It's worse than no justice or peace. So these slogans, when we come to find out that these slogans were not created by people that look like us and did not have our best interests, and these slogans are part of a PR campaign. These slogans were developed from other people that have other interests at hand. So what I'm saying is when they subconsciously program the babies to make them feel like they don't have a future and they don't have, they cannot tap into the infinite potential of the superconscious mind when, when all of the news reports are saying, oh, yeah, they're burning down Baltimore because they have no future. They have nothing is there for them. They're telling you, they're giving you a reality that might not even have existed in your mind prior to that. You got little, you have young children that think that they're bomb. They, 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 they have no idea they're being suppressed. They have no idea what suppression is. They have no idea what oppression is. They're looking at Barack Obama. They're looking at global leaders. They're looking at, uh, uh, you know, uh, athletes and other entertainers that are, you know, and and they're like, yo, that's who I'm going to be. I'm going to be great like that and greater than that. So Mm. why would you start programming their subconscious? Why would you put out fear campaigns? Because when you, when you induce fear upon the people, not only do you stagnate the people, right, but you begin to mess with their consciousness. Because mm. all, going back to what I said before, all is mental. So they've successfully captured the heart and the mind. I'm just speaking about the mind right now. I can get into the heart, and that will be a whole other concept because that's the oh, yeah. seat of consciousness. There have been tests done where they hooked up the human body 
to an EKG machine to, to show through energy fields that the heart emits a frequency 600 times stronger than the brain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the heart is just powerful. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. You know, and so then, yeah. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, yeah. let's go back to, let's, knowing that, let's go back to the ritual that took place February 2012, and that was the Trayvon Martin, um, you know, uh, uh, Richard, and, yeah, I mean, that was a murder. And by the way, my brother, that was a powerful break, Dad. I heard that. I heard that on the show. Can you hear me? Yes. That was a powerful breakdown of the Trayvon Martin that you did. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I heard that. You know, no oh. doubt. But go ahead and finish. I just wanted to mention that. And, and during that breakdown, I explained clearly as I could that that was a ritual. And that was, that was a 2012 ritual and it wasn't going away. And as a result of that ritual being allowed to perpetuate itself, we were going to see more. And, and it was, was that incorrect or not? No. Yeah. So yeah, the basis of all of the PSYOP operations are to capture the hearts and the minds of, of melanated people. And that captures, you know, not, not really capture in a good way, but to, to capture it, like to, to grip it in fear, you know, right. show the baby yeah. picture. Yeah, show the baby picture. You know, pull the strings of emotion, get the, get the, get the melanated women, you know, involved in crying, you know, and don't give them any justice. You know, railroad them, completely wash them up. You can have with George Zimmerman after that. He got arrested six times. Nobody says anything about that. Nothing at all. Nobody, nobody's but, making a citizen arrest. No one's trying to bring him to any kind of justice. Do you know that's doing to the moral fabric? Do you know that that's going to the hearts of mothers in America? Who cares? Um, Let's not even say melanated mothers. Let's just say mothers who care, because you got to have some kind of compassion and empathy or sympathy for that matter. What is that doing to the hearts and the minds of the people? What, what is that verdict that they do to the? I know people who said that there were there were a rash of heart attacks during that time period as a result of broken hearts. Because hearts really can break, and, and when your heart breaks, it stops. It stops moving. So mm-hmm. I don't want to jump too much off of that. I'm just giving you a little aspect of what what what, what programming and subconscious mind. Let's, let's just cut through the chase. Let's talk about what our people are eating, okay? Not through their mouths only. We're not we we're not gonna get to fast foods and GMO. Let's talk about what you eat in your through your eyes and your ears because you don't only eat in your mouth. Whatever you see and whatever you're hearing. You are what you see. And that right there has a lot to do with your subconscious. Let me read this thing real quick about the subconscious mind. In many ways, the subconscious mind is much like the disk the storage on a computer. It is used to store the programs and data that the computer needs to operate with. Your conscious mind is like a processor on the computer which retrieves the programs and data to process them to operate your body. An example of how the subconscious mind works 
is when we are driving a car long distance and became lost in our thoughts, only to find we are miles down the road without any conscious recall of the intervening countryside that we had traveled through. Our subconscious mind carried on driving the car quite successfully during this period. Another time may be when we unconsciously turn in the direction towards our workplace on our day off when we consciously wanted to go somewhere else. All these unconscious programs are of great benefit most of the time as they automatically help us to conduct our lives, leaving our conscious mind free to explore new thoughts. Unfortunately, there are some unconscious or subconscious programs that are not beneficial to us and they can strongly work against us. Okay. While the conscious and subconscious aspects of our mind are closely aligned with our physical shell or body, the subconscious is super physical. It exists at a level extending beyond our space time consumer. Look at our example of the computer, it could be today. Every other in the world and even the computer. However, with conscious connection, we can any in what we do with. Possible to connect. Break it up again. We're to break it up again. Okay, I guess we're going to try to get the way to it again. Yes, the. Um, the breakdown of the, uh, the superconscious and the conscious is something that we need to really maybe look into and study, okay, because that is a major factor. Um, I guess we can grab information, you know, and that, you know, uh, we got access. And I know that me personally, I'm going to do some research on that superconscious uh, because that is the realm we're going with. Like we're becoming more, I guess you say, multi-dimensional, going into the fifth dimension and beyond. The fifth dimension wants to show itself by uh, these miracles and these uh, uh, things manifesting beyond what we normally see as the norm. But, you know, Brother Red was speaking about. You know, because when you're talking about that superconscious, you're talking about beyond the law. So, therefore, the universe wants to show us that it's moving on into higher dimensionary levels. So, therefore, these things will certainly but surely start to come to pass and to manifest to us. So, um, I think what the brother is talking about, indeed, okay, is very timely, you know, in reference to where we're going right now because we're definitely going into the time of the manifestation. And uh, he uh, has a handle on a lot of the mathematics, okay, dealing with the uh, manifestation, you know, process of what we want, you know, and what we need to do and how that is unlimited, you know, if we can project that type of reality and stop being limited by media coverage, by, uh, um, you know, the things in which they said we cannot do, or by limiting types of mindset, uh, that type of thinking that only hinders, you know, us from exercising the ability of superconscious thought. Thanks. Pitch back on. 
are literally infinite, infinite in nature. There is nothing that does not already exist within it as a probability, meaning if it can be idealized and conceptualized in mind, regardless of the perceived enormity, it does already exist as a probability, and once conceptualized, the process which makes it real is initiated. Whatever can be conceived in mind as an ideal and held as a focused and intentional thought and harmonized with action, will, and must manifest itself in physical form regardless of what it might be. Whatever can be conceptualized in mind, whether physical or otherwise, already exists within the superconscious mind and as an already existing fact it only requires the correct and consistent focus of consciousness, whether individually or collectively, to make it a physical reality. Okay? Mm-hmm. And on the, on the emotional side, the superconscious mind contains every conceivable feeling and emotion, such as love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, but as well as fear, doubt, worry, sadness, turmoil, anger, greed, et cetera, et cetera, whichever of these you choose to experience and place consistent focus on through your individual consciousness will manifest and be experienced in physical form, okay? Now, the superconscious mind also consists of you, family, your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers, the white man, the brown man, the green man, all of them in. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And since the superconscious mind is the all in all of everything conceivable, to fully grasp what he, she, it is, it is necessary to understand that all things, whether seen or unseen, broken down into their most basic and purest forms at their core are compromised of pure energy or life. Okay. It's just like It's all energy. So the manipulation of energy, the mastery of energy, or rather the collection of energy is something as a people that we must focus on because that's the only thing that we really need to be focused on at this point, taking it out of the realm of minuscule and, um, you know, What's the best word to call it? Individuality? No, mundane. I would say mundane. Dealing with the physical, dealing with colors, dealing with, you know, um, things that have already been perceived in mind, like human beings. Like these are all thoughts. These are all higher thoughts. What about tapping into the energy source? What about tapping into the unseen energy? This phone call that we're conducting right now, okay, it is being facilitated by unseen forces. How about mm-hmm. that? How about the fact mm-hmm. that you're online on a computer right now and that computer is being run by unseen forces? Can you see the Internet? Can you touch it? Where does it live? Is it physical? No. It's light. It's energy. You don't even know what it is, but it works, doesn't it? It, it has results to it. Is it not? Doesn't that produce a, a currency? People are selling websites and apps for billions of dollars. Mm. It, it, it generates currency, but you can't see it. But it's real. 
that's the main concept that you have to think about or you have to conceptualize when we speak about the spiritual realm, the realm of the unseen. But just because you can't see it does not mean that it's not all around you. Keep in mind that human beings at this point in time can only perceive 10% of uh, natural light. Only ten percent. The other ninety percent. Only the only ninety percent, which is, you know, microwaves, um, ultra red, violet waves, UV rays, all of these other rays of light, even colors that you can't even perceive as of yet. It doesn't even fit inside of what you know as the color spectrum. You can't perceive that. But it does not mean that it does not exist. There's proof of it existing. You can you can you can actually do the knowledge and prove that it exists. Okay. Okay. I have a I have a question. In reference to the in reference to the collectives, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, now you mentioned I think you mentioned earlier something in reference to that and how um, the collective consciousness is important in us. As a, as a people, as a race, getting things done more acceptably. Mm-hmm. Could you on that a little bit? Yes. Um, one of the simple concepts, because I, I love simplicity, you know, um, I love to build from simplicity. That's the foundation that we should all be building from. The most simple uh, answer that I would build from is the fact that two minds are better than one when they're focused on the same thing. Okay, I know certain people could make, you know, they could take, pull that apart, and no, two minds are not better than one. If they're if they're in opposition to one another, they're still better than one, because out of that opposition, right, you can formulate a solution as well. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why people debate it, and that's why people have think tanks and other things of that nature. Because yeah, I, my my concept or my idea, I might think it's the bomb. But another person might come and sit at the table, and they may help mold that idea by bringing forth other uh, angles at which, you know, to um, attack or to form that idea. Or they may have varying, uh, or they may be able to add on with other formulas that I would also utilize in that in that initial formula, and then we'll see if it works by applying it. So the collective consciousness, being that all is mental and we all belong to the super consciousness as it is, the power of one mind, okay, the power of one mind is able to create worlds, but the power of ten minds or a hundred minds thinking about the same thing, focusing on the same goal or the same result, materializing the same idea, powerful, They've 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 um raised us as a people, or rather they've conditioned and programmed us as a people. And this is one of this is a this is a super a super duper subconscious spell that they got on our people. They had you believing that you lived in lack. Right. They have you believing that you belong to a world that's in lack. Okay. Right. And as a and that's the negative collective that we're plugging into. 
You know what I'm saying? That, that is a virus. That is a virus because when we when we're talking about the subconsciousness and the programs, and I and I and I share with the family that our subconscious, not our superconscious, but our subconscious mind, okay, the mind that takes over when you are in your meditative state, the mind that takes over when you are in your, um, you know, some people like to um, take um, sacraments and things of that nature. And, and, and get high and things of that nature. You know, you tap into different realms of your mind when you're in lucid dreaming state, you know, but inside of that subconsciousness, the same way that you could receive a program, please believe that you could receive a virus. Please believe that you could receive malware. Please believe that you could get inserted. You can have another person's program, like the movie Inception, explain how ideas are supplanted in your subconscious mind by another force or another people. Going back to what I was going to touch on earlier about what we eat, your music, the shit that you're watching on that television, I'm talking about from CNN, it's all psych ops. Everything is psych ops coming from from, uh, the media aspect. Those 10 radio stations or those 10 songs in every single radio station that's actually one conglomerate now that's playing to program you, it's a program. Yeah, I understand some of the hooks are mantras. This is what the hip-hop has to say. You know, I use those hooks as a mantra to help progress in my life. Like there's a song that says, I'm way up, I feel blessed. What's that etymology of blessed? Blessed is bloodletting. I'm just saying They'll give you half-truths, strangely mixed with fiction. You have to be understand how to take, as an alchemist, you could take base metal and turn it into gold, but I don't know how many of our people have those tools yet. We have not even been initiated. We don't belong to a secret society. We don't belong to a think tank. We don't belong to a collective that is putting all of this stuff on the table and breaking it down and building it back mm-hmm. up. We, mm-hmm. we don't have our, we need our own. Forget about using the art of alchemy because I, I say that. I do that. I take quote unquote ratchet music and I say, yeah, I'm going to flip it and I'm going to give it my energy and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to use my interpretation. But I shouldn't even have to do that. We should create our own music. We should create our own mantras. We should create our own media. We need to create our own television, and most importantly, one of the most effective weapons that have been used against us to put us in a perpetual state of mental slavery is the moving picture, also known as the movie. Mm-hmm. I could do a whole show about the science behind that one right there. That is instrumental on, on the, the, you know, the effects and the detrimental effects and the way that it put our people on lockdown is immeasurable. Oh, immeasurable, right. It's immeasurable. You have these Jews who utilize the, 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 the mystical art, this art of, of, of the Kabbalah, the mystical art of uh, moving frames and pictures, the science. Remember, you're talking about the Academy of Arts and Sciences. These are scientists. They are geniuses, but you could see them as evil geniuses depending on, you know, because they're not evil to, you know, it's depending on the the side of the road that you're standing on because they're geniuses to their people. They love them. They they admire them. They they hold them up. 
you know, because they're right. achieving something that the collective, their collective is visualizing. They they collectively have been thinking about this. They've collectively been reading the Bible and putting themselves in a seat of, you know, the chosen people and things like that of that nature. And they collectively have created a reality that certain people exist within. And they collectively put these movies out because you were asking about the collective mind, I would say to you this. Well shoot, let's go to the movies tomorrow. Let's go to let's go sneak into about five movies and wait till the movie ends and sit in the movie theater and read the credits. It's not one person behind that movie. It's not one mind. I would say that one mind probably had wrote the script. You know, one mind put the script together. That's possible because you have script writers that just one person could knock it out. But it's about 2,000 people inside of that production. I don't care if it's a short film. I know, I know. One time I actually watched the credits. It was like 10 minutes of credits. I forgot what movie it was. That's when I realized the intensity of what they put in the film. I was like, I said, we're just going to stop rolling. How many people are wrong with this? So, yeah, so the motion picture deal is is really a a crazy kind of thing. And it started off really in actuality all the way back with uh, Shakespeare, with the plays. With the plays. And then they got that from us doing rituals to create realities. Then when we were the original... Playwrights, as Moors, yeah, the Moors in the presence of the Moors in Spain and other places in Europe, we were the ones who were responsible for putting on, we were troubadours, we were putting on grand, um, this even, we could even go all the way into Kemet, you know, where they were basically performing for the the court and things of that nature. So, yes, and the Vaudevilles, and the Nickelodeons, the Baldervilles were basically when people would come to see uh, performers and things of that nature, dancing and singing and, you know, uh, caricatures. And this is where you saw the rise of blackface, things of that nature. You know, um, this is the rise of the blackface and, you know, and things of that nature. And then out of that, was spawned the uh, broad, the big Broadway productions and things of that nature, you know, which which was right. very huge before the age of film. Right. And then from there, right. yeah, and from there, the the, the uh, Jewish these were Eastern European Jewish families coming out of places like Germany, coming out of places like um, right. what's that? The Caucasus Mountains and things of that nature. They were impoverished. Yeah, the Khazars, the Khazars, and the Akhenazis, they were impoverished. Yeah. They lived in ghettos and tenements. They were yeah. at the bottom of the totem pole, okay? History will falsify the narrative and tell you that your ancestors were at the bottom of the totem pole. But we will come back and say, no, they were not. Do your knowledge and please study. And you will realize that it was the Eastern European Jew then the Irish, then the Negro, okay? Then the Negro, all right? And what they did to become Americanized and to fit in and to assimilate is they created what is known as the movie industry. You have, there's a book called The Empire of Their Own, 
and I suggest that everybody go out and get that. Okay, it goes into detail onto um, all of the families because they all they they they're not related, but they were all they all live within a, a small sphere of each other in the New York and Boston areas, and then they went and developed what we know as California Hollywood. Okay, so this is your MGM Studios. This is the people over here at Fox. This is the people behind Universal, the Coens, you know, uh, the Zuckers, you know, the list is a lot of them, you know, and they Americanized themselves. They assimilated, but they were able to tell a history and a story of America that never existed ever. They created that, that whole Pleasantville and the, 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 you know, the Europeans as being seen as, you know, high society, and you know, that shit was a fabrication, okay? Go and look at footage of the Depression. Go and look at reels. Go look at stock footage of what America looked like prior to World War One. Go and do the knowledge that is a falsified uh, depiction of what it is that you are talking about. Look at those pictures of those Europeans in the 18 1700s. Look at their faces. Look at oh, the people Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, brother, um, I mean, it's up to you. Brother Panic, years ago, he did a Shout out Panic. Yeah, shout out Panic. And, man, I mean, it's a thing where I never knew that they looked so hideous and so, you know, different than this American uh, Anglo-Saxon over here. But that's probably because of the intellectual and stuff like that. But then in the original, okay, and when they got to look at them, that a lot of us don't see or even know. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. You know, scary as as an MS Yeah. Now, okay, you want to touch on the economics a little bit in reference to collective economics or something like that? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, collective economics, going back to simplicity, like I was saying earlier, what the electrified age and what the quote-unquote Internet, because keep in mind, family, we're going through a revolution right now. Like I said, the okey-doke or the 52 fake-out or whatever they want to call it is the fact that niggas are dying, niggas ain't shit, you know, the world is coming to an end. Jade Helm, they're going to put you in Walmart concentration camp. That's the distraction. Like, that's the programming. That's to create, you know, all of these conspiracy theories. It has, has the actual, the dog chasing his tail or the serpent chasing his tail. Like Brother Polite talked about the Ouroboros. All right? Yeah. Um, no, what's going on at the same time and none of these marchers are telling the babies this. None of these quote-unquote leaders are bringing any any kind of solutions whatever. I heard Obama talk about it, but he's super late in, in, in his, in, in his uh, presentation. The fact that there's a digital revolution taking place right, in, right under your nose right now. And by the time you wake up and realize that it was taking place, it's going to be too late because the doors are going to be closed, shuttered, locked, padlocked, cemented, and all kind of other things. And they're going to deal with you like you're a child from a ward state, like they're going to throw a bone at your ass while they cash out 
billions of dollars. That's exactly what they're doing right now. There's a digital revolution, an evolution taking place. There are trillions of dollars being made inside of the realm of technology. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to just give a quick breakdown on what technology is. This book that I'm going to read from is called Patah Technology. The website is AfricanCreationEnergy.com. I highly, highly, like with all of my energy, suggest that the family go on this website and give those brothers $15 and have this book in your house for your spouse and your children. It's called Patah Technology, Engineering Applications of African Sciences. And the name, the website is AfricanCreationEnergy.com. It's spelled the same way that it sounds, AfricanCreationEnergy.com. Real quick, technology is the actual and practical application and use of knowledge and information that provides solutions to problems, answers to questions, responses to calls, and accomplishes and achieves some needed or desired goals, results, or tasks. Technology is the art of science or the utilization of scientific information. Thus, it stands to reason that the acquisition and comprehension of knowledge, science, is the prerequisite to the application and utilization of knowledge, which is technology. I'm going to go right back over that to share with the family where we're at as a collective. Thus, it stands to reason that the acquisition and comprehension of knowledge, and that's science, that's called science, is the prerequisite to the application and utilization of knowledge, which turns into technology, meaning that all of these years, I've been in this conscious thing on the ground in Harlem for 10 years. I touched down in 2005, and I'm here in 2015. A few weeks ago, I went to our beloved master teacher, Dr. Ben's homegoing service funeral. What that meant to me, symbolically, because I, 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 I speak in a symbolic language, was that that era that he represented about the acquisition of information, which is science, is over. He, with his passing, that ushered, that, that's the closing of that era, the era that he represents of the great master teachers, Dr. Clark, Ivan Van Sertema, the scholars. These brothers were collegiate in their nature. Um, Leonard Jeffries and all of these brothers, it goes into Phil Valentine and all of them. That is the acquisition of the information. These brothers have brought information that's going to keep us busy for 100 years, okay? But that is called the era of science. That is the acquisition and comprehension of knowledge. This new era that we are in is called the application and the utilization of the knowledge. That's technology. That's technology. So don't, we we can't complain about why nothing is moving and what we no. We've been learning. We've been sitting back and absorbing the information. We've been sitting back and taking this information in and utilizing it. And then we had our glasses on. We watched the news. We watched the internet. We watched all of the things that they told you was going to happen happen. Cool. But now you're into this era where you can utilize 
all of that information and not only monetize that information, you can use that information not only to empower your people, you can use that information to evolve. You can use that information to take yourself out of perpetual poverty and mental slavery to never turn back and look at it again. I'm going to get into this real quick about what technology is and how you are technology. You can never look at technology. You can never look at anything digital, anything electrified, and not see yourself. By doing such, you have just defeated yourself because that's all you, especially if you're studying Kemet. Like, cut it out. That's all committing. Like, that's what they stood about. That, the, the whole technology, the damn pyramid is an app. It's an application. It's a mathematical equation. Mm. Okay. So, okay. you have to know something and understand something before you can do something. The etymology of the word technology comes from the Greek word techni, meaning system, process, method, art, or craft. It also has origins in the proto-proto-Indo-European word tech, meaning to shape, to build, to construct, or to weave. The suffix logi in the word technology comes from the Greek word logos, meaning word, speech, utterance, or reason. Thus, the etymological sense of the word technology is to build or construct by uttering reasonable speech. Now, Mm -hmm. computer programming, computer languages is reasonable speech. That's the zero and the one. But anybody that's into the divination systems of African spirituality knows even if you're into Asiatic or Asian uh, I Ching technology, what is the zero and the one, that's what we do. That's our divin that's how we divine. That's us. We've been doing that for time memorial. The zero and the one, that's us. Okay? In Africa, the ancient deity that created or constructed the universe by utterance was the deity Ptah, who is the opener. Technology does not refer to technology technology does not just refer to material objects such as tools, instruments, utensils, apparatuses, buildings, structures, machines, mechanisms, devices, gadgets, and or gizmos, but also to immaterial mental objects such as concepts, systems, methods, methodologies, doctrines, techniques, procedures, algorithms, programs, and processes that are created and developed as a result of applying knowledge. Immaterial, mental or spiritual technologies such as concepts, processes, programs, algorithms, and methods serve as the mental blueprints and schematics to create and develop material technologies such as buildings, tools, and machines. So it's said that creation occurs from the top down as above, so below. Because you can't build a building without a blueprint. Sure but that blueprint was a mental concept before it was a physical. Going back into what I was talking about with the subconscious mind. Let me go into the subconscious into the superconscious, mind you. They all is thought. Okay, real quick. Until a thought idea was produced or conceived in the mind, the possibility of this thing physical existence would be impossible. Since 
everything both seen and unseen already exists within the superconscious mind. Although the potential for its existence is and always has existed there, until conceived, it will still exist only as a probability in the unseen or spiritual realm, or the superconscious mind as a probability of existence. Okay, although this may be a bit difficult to comprehend, let's look at everyday physical objects that you use today so that you can fully grasp the reality of just how true this is and why, due to your individual right to choose combined with the existence of the superconscious mind, you have been provided the ability to both create and experience whatever you choose and are able to conceive as a reality. There's nobody stopping you from creating your own reality. There's nobody stopping you from creating the same kind of inventions that we created fresh out of slavery. You've seen the poster the same way I've seen the poster. The 100 inventors became in the late 1800s, right off the plantation. How the hell did they do that? How was we creating stoplights and elevators and all of this other stuff? How did somebody this melanated create the cell phone? If, if we so oppressed, if everybody's in our way, if nobody's letting us grow, if, like, they're telling these babies in, in Baltimore, you have no uh, future ahead of you and no – and you, I, I'm, not, I'm not downplaying – the programs that have taken place from a government perspective, a, a de facto government perspective. I'm not downplaying the fact that our people are being used as commerce and, our, and as property. I'm not downplaying the fact that they're utilizing uh, uh, ignorant people or uh, um, uh, uh, uneducated people as shadow mental slaves these days. I'm not downplaying the fact that Baltimore is an experiment with John Hopkins Hospital and the Tavistock industry and all of the mind games and the fact that they flooded it with, 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 with drugs and things of that nature and the fact that they've flooded it with weapons and things of that nature and the fact that there are many other cities in America such as that that have been targeted for destruction. I'm not downplaying that. I am not saying that that reality does not exist. I am not saying that that is not the reality that even when I walk outside of my door, I have to be confronted with every day. What I'm saying is the fact that you could change that reality, you could completely change that reality, is going to start with your mind first and then with the collective. That's what I'm saying. That shit mm-hmm. could be gentrified. How the hell would Europeans got a special paintbrush or something? Like, there's something special about them that they could come and fill the bagel shop where the trap house used to be, that they could beautify a block and you can't? What's, what's different from them and you? How could, they bring, how could they bring value to your neighborhood and you can't? That's all I'm saying. What's so special about them? So... All I'm saying in a simple aspect of what the Internet has done is me, this time, like I was saying earlier, we did not have these times before where we could collectively come together on a network, okay? That was the that was the purpose of social media, to build your network. These Negroes running around coming up with every single reason not to get together, that's your biggest enemy. You need to deal with them accordingly, okay, because they're going against the grain of what the hell we all showed up to do. If we collectively come together, we could change everything in one day. We we don't have to talk about economics. How many friends you got on your friend list? Can you you talk about the administration? 
you're gonna have we're gonna have to organize. We gotta have to have we gotta we, we have to extract members from these organizations that are visionaries and futurists that can that can conceive a reality that doesn't exist right now. And that's great. I love you know, you should love being in a time where you can mold and create a reality that doesn't exist right now. You should be thankful that you live in a time of turmoil and all kind of chaos because you know that you have the possibility to create order out of that. It's right. That's all. That's the only thing that you should see. That the 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 reason why you're seeing that is because the time is right for change. So. When the groups come together and say, yo, we're going to create something where at the end of every week or in the middle of the week, whether it's the hunt day, whether it's Friday or Monday, we are going to put up a certain amount of money in a collective pot. We live in a digital realm. Ain't no more pots. It's PayPal. It is a web or it's an app. Create it or, or you know, you know, help, help with its creation because it will be created and it will be able to create a collective bank. It will be able to create a collective currency. And by doing such, the wheels of this stagnant train will begin to move again. That's, I mean, that's my simple, that's a simple way of doing it. Then you have other ways such as Internet marketing. You have affiliate marketing. You've got network marketing. People try to talk crazy about all of that. I say the people that are talking crazy about that, you know, they just don't know what the hell they're talking about because nobody told them, you know, I don't think anybody told them that they could create their own network marketing. You know, people say, oh, that's a pyramid scheme. Pyramid builders. And if you work a nine to five, you're involved in one of the biggest pyramid schemes ever imagined, okay? You don't get paid as much as your boss. You damn sure don't get paid as much as the managers. You're in a pyramid scheme, so cut it out. You know what I mean? Like, stop. You, people come up with all of these excuses not to do. You create your own pyramid scheme amongst your own pyramid builders, and you build it up. What are you talking about? Like, what's wrong with that? Madam C.J. Walker selling popcorn. She's the first millionaire. Like, so what are we going to throw her under the bus? Because her name's got Adam and her name. I mean, you know, what's wrong with that? I don't get it. Why can't we create a product and sell it amongst ourselves? You know what I'm saying? Are you going to call Marcus Garvey? Uh, are you going to talk down to Marcus Garvey? Because he was selling stocks and shares and things of that nature. He had a network. He was network marketing. Okay? Mm-hmm. He was going door to door and, and, and mailing people all kind of stuff. Are you going to talk bad about the brother? Because he was he was able to produce. So crowdfunding, one of the, you know, going back to what we were talking about with the super conscious mind. Sometimes collectively we may put out there into the super collective mind, like I was saying, like I was sharing earlier, that everything that is that can be perceived has already been created. It's all about the power that you have to pull it down. Can you pull it down? Black white men can't jump. But are you jumping into the are you jumping into the unseen or the unknown and pulling stuff down, black man? 
You feel what I'm saying? So sometimes we put out prayers and we ask for things from the ancestors, but when they come down, when they eat, when they manifest or when they uh, uh, materialize in the physical realm, do we even know that they're here for us? I would say the crowdfunding is one of our answers, one of our prayers that have been answered. What crowdfunding is, is a more advanced level of susu. It's saying that if I want to create something and get it funded, right, if I want to prototype an idea or an invention or a concept or anything, I could go into the crowd because going back to what I was saying earlier, that it's all about with this new digital era, it's all about the numbers. It's a numbers game. It's all about numbers. Get, get, get your mathematics right. Do the math. It's all about numbers. Everything is built around numbers now, right? You know, it's all about membership. It's all about how many followers you have, how many hits you got, how many likes you have. All of this is numbers. So you utilize that principle of the simple number game, and you use that to win. You use it to win. So if I'm crowdfunding and I get $10 from a 1,000 people for my project, I'm winning. I never had to go to the bank, white man, he's out of the equation. I never had to go to the hustler, the nigga on the street selling crack, who will give me a loan for want 80% interest. If it's a sister, he might want to sleep with you. Well, shit, they, even with the brother sometimes, he might want to sleep with a brother. I'm just saying, you know. Well, you might you might get killed if you can't give the money back. You move that, you, that, that equation is out of the way now. You know, you don't have to wait on somebody who's going to, you know, uh, string you along and try to take over your business and things like that. You move that out of the way. They created crowdfunding. You could do equity crowdfunding right now. You could do reward crowdfunding. Research it. You know, we don't have enough time on the show to get into all of the specifics, but I'm, I'm willing to come to anybody's state or town or group. I don't care if it's two of you. It doesn't matter. We can do webinars. It doesn't matter. I'm fully I'm fully engaged into the tech era. You you feel what I'm saying? Like I'm all in. You know, I'm all in. I got past my technophobia. Some of the aunts, some of the elders had us kind of scared for years. I'm not gonna lie. They had me afraid of technology. But when I went and did the knowledge and I realized that that's ancient comedic and its principles and all kind of other things, Dogon and all kind of other things, I was like, oh, I'm running with this. This is us. And then when I got into the reading of Noble Drew Ali, and he spoke about the electrified age, when I got into the readings of Marcus Garvey, he graduated from a technological college, and he came up with something called STEAM, and he took it and they, and they called it STEM. Science, technology, engineering, arts, mathematics. That was his thing. He called it STEAM. And now they have STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and they're giving it to the children in school. And when I look at these babies and I realize that these babies are more digital than us, that they've come hardwired to already conceptualize computer languages and they know how to build computer websites and they know how to build computer applications, and they could understand it, they could understand computer science in a way that the elders can, I'm like, well, what, why are we not setting up the platforms for them to become the next billionaires, 
Why are we not setting up the platforms for them to get together and, and, and put 3D machines inside the community center? Macintosh computers that are loaded with programs inside of these centers. If you want to save Baltimore, you've got to teach these children how to use their imagination. The one thing that we know about downtrodden people is what Tupac said, that the lotus or the diamond or the rose that grew out of the concrete, you got your geniuses come out of the slums. Let's get that clear. Mm. Your intellects come out of the dirt. So we should be shifting for diamonds in the dirt. Don't turn yourself. I mean, come on, man. 60% of us, I would dare to say 70% of us that are inside of what is known as the conscious community, or I call it the conscious network, we come from unsavory beginnings, okay? Some of our greatest leaders, such as Detroit Red, Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? Uh, half of the damn nation of Islam, first generation. They came out of the prisons. That's right. All right? Absolutely. Ain't nobody flushing down the toilet. The nation of gods and earth who could be single-handedly responsible for the golden era of hip-hop, they came out of the streets. Father Law got them out of the streets. He was going into the group homes and into the damn um, children's, uh, the, the jails for the, the, the children. I buried my friend by the name of Sharif Clayton yesterday, okay? He was 40 years old. He's from the streets, but he came home. This man was, he was a genius. They, they, when I read his obituary, he tested as a genius as a baby. They did the IQ. His IQ was at genius levels in elementary school. He was one of the toughest dudes that I ever knew, but he, his mind was tougher than his body, Okay. And he came home and did a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? But society turned their back on him. He was supposed to be dead at 18. He made it to 40. Salute. Wow. But he came from yeah. the dirt. He came from the dirt. And, and, and it was standing room only in the funeral parlor yesterday for the amount of people's lives that he touched. These, these are hardened criminals. Hardened. Mm. There was one elder that said he did, he did 30 years. Mm. And that man looks to that in the way that changed his life forever. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to open up the line to see if anybody has any questions. We're coming down to the last uh, 15 minutes, you know, of the show. And if anybody has yeah, any questions, you know, free to ask any questions. And, you know, give us, you know, any information, any kind of contact information, anything you want to give us in these last, you know, few minutes before, you know, we kind of wrap the show up as far as yes. uh, any type of, you know, you mentioned some books, you mentioned some websites or anything like that, because you had a lot of information. I was just, you know, absorbing it all. I guess, you know, a lot of listeners, they were absorbing as well. And, um, you know, uh, as far as, you know, doing, you know, another show, we would, you know, love to have you, no doubt, because I know you jam-packed with info. Um, but um, if you want to give out any type of... Yeah, I'm on it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I could be... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. 